Genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. I'm your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today with your complete panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What's going on? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey, As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to ruin them for you. I'll also give you some time stamps in the episode description. Our top stories today are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 101 by Sophie Campbell and New Mutants number 5 by Ed Brisson and Jonathan Hickman. And like Rod Reese. And Rod Reese. Yeah. I don't think Ed Brisson actually wrote that, this issue. Like it was just Jonathan Hickman and Rod Reese. It was on the sheet. Was it? It was. No. Well, you forgot the artist, so we, we both messed up. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so I got to set the record straight since uh, I listened to all the lies and slander that you guys had about <laughs> me while I was gone. Uh, number one. Won the hot air balloon race. Uh, dope. In dope. record time. Do you know, you know how you win in record time? You don't go. You, you don't use two a hot words. air balloon? No, no, no. Two words. Crossbow. <laughs> ah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's, <laughs> how That's how you win. That's how you win. Number two. Uh, I am the Thor whore. How dare you even suggest <laughs> okay. that I'm not? Okay, cool. Because we were, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, did I just deeply offend Casey? <laughs> I'm offended I didn't think of it sooner. Okay, well, now I feel less bad. I, all week I felt terrible. <laughs> just wearing a shirt that says Thor, Thor whore. Uh, that's my next tattoo. Come yeah. on. I think, that, I think that's going to be our first piece of merchandise from this show is Thor whore t-shirts. <laughs> Little lapel pins. Like yeah, an oh, man, we got to send great. one to Donnie Cates. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, that'd be fantastic! <laughs> I had other stuff to correct you guys on because it was definitely a week where my, my knowledge was needed, and I just felt like a ghost listening to the episode, just being. Like, I do hate that. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a weird one. Yeah, but we we made it. I'm glad to be back. We we broed out a bit. Yeah. We did for sure. We it was, always no, seem to. Good I I feel like um this show is better without me, but my ego can't let me quit. <laughs> we disagree. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy it when I'm not there, but also like no, I. They we, need to hear what I have we, to say. We need your voice. You uh, <laughs> set the record straight on many a thing. <laughs> Whether you like, it. oh, that was the other thing. Whether you we li- like it or not, yeah. The, you lifted the the cursing ban while I was gone, like fucking cowards. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been fired up recently, so we had to we had to do it when you weren't here. Yeah, so we could ease soft you back lead in. in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if I had done it the week prior, oh, it would have been. Oh, bad. that would have not. Good. We would have lost Shut every listener we have. <laughs> We just had to turn. We would have just had to turn your mic off halfway through. Just, <laughs> just unplug her. She's gone. Yeah, she's, she quit halfway. We got. She had to take a walk. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So, uh, so let's get started with top picks, shall we? Sure. Sean, so, kick us off. Yeah, this was a weird week. So there's a lot of books that came out, obviously, but all the ones that I really liked, uh, either they ended up being top stories or other picks, but like, or they're 25 issues into a series, I have no chance of breaking down yeah uh um, like gideon falls just go read it it's great it's, <laughs> i'm gonna say every single episode just go read gideon falls it's jeff lemire and sorrentino we've been talking about them a little bit with killer smile it's a great book but it knew it she came out read it uh i multiple times was like sure I, this is happening all right <laughs> it was just bonkers but can't break it down so this I issue wish I involves cockroaches it does. Mm-hmm. Very terrifying ones. <laughs> yes. Um, terrifying. And Moonshine, we kind of talked about, but like, it's another one. It's hard to break down. So I'm going to kind of circle back to some number ones because these Hill House comics that are even coming out from DC, 
seem to kind of be killing it every time. So I feel like they're worth highlighting. We've been talking about basketball heads, uh, dollhouse family. We talked about, we didn't talk about Lolo Woods, but that was that pretty was good. good. Though. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and now this new one came out. It's Daphne Byrne, uh, by Laura Marks and Kelly Jones, which I didn't realize that it was Kelly Jones until I opened to the very first page. And it's like, it couldn't be a more Kelly Jones page. And I was just like, hold on. Oh, oh, yep. Oh, no, it is. Okay. It is super cool to see him back doing interiors. And yeah, comics. it just starts with a bunch of ghouls on the front cage. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this is, but let's, let, let's go nuts. <laughs> so it's kind of set. It seems to be set into like a late 1800s, early 1900s. Oh, New York, 1886. Look at that. Tells me right there. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> almost like a visual medium. <laughs> <laughs> I read this thing twice and I totally missed that one. <laughs> oh my god, that's the kind of week it's been, guys. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, so it opens up with this woman going to a um, oh my god, totally medium. Thank you, medium. Yep. Uh, to try to talk to like her dead husband. Um, and it cuts back to this old man in the street with completely white eyes, just like screaming for money. Um, so you got all mediums. <laughs> yeah, it's. So it's kind of building a very creepy world, but then it just cuts to like this school for girls where there's just two, which is called mean girls. It's probably the easiest yeah, way yeah, to put bullies. it. Bullies just making fun of our titular character, Daphne. Who the first is, goth. That appears to be the She's case. So yeah, goth, Very Wednesday her. Adam vibe. <laughs> um, but they seem to be in like a rich uh, high society type school. It's but, like a boarding school. But yeah. the father has died and they're like talking about how he died and like, the Daphne's family is kind of losing money and they're they might don't really know how they're gonna sustain. She's sitting there listening to these girls just being total, total terrible people. And she's like, just don't cry. Just don't cry. If they see you crying, they'll never stop making fun of you. It's like, okay, this is not gonna be great for this girl. <laughs> um so it kind of goes back and forth. She's walking home, she like stops and just starts playing with rocks that she found. She's like, Yeah, it's and then the other girls are just still making fun of her for like playing with rocks and they're like yeah this girl is weird well it's not that she's playing she's like oh this igneous rock is really like she's like she's super into rocks she's no she's, she's like into science she's a nerd she's a, yeah she's, she's a huge a super, nerd she's a gothy nerd uh she doesn't talk to many people she's shy play but, with rocks just makes it sound like i got a bag of rocks like, well, no, yeah. she's, well that's kind of how make, they're treating her <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah i wouldn't make fun of the girl with rocks i see you end up with yeah. a mouthful <laughs> that's of how they're treating her and then um after that, basically, she picks up the Ignis rocks and she goes to her father's grave. He's like, you would, you would have really liked this one. Like, so it's trying, I think it seems like a way to connect with her father, but she seems like a total social outcast and like kind of always lost in her own thoughts. Cause even when she's wandering home, like the housemaid is like, oh, she's finally back taking forever as always and lets her know the mom's home. Um, and then this is when the book really starts setting up like the real creepy vibes. So like they're walking through the house and there's just like handprint shadows behind Daphne. And like, she seems to like be seeing something out of the corner of her eye the whole time. Yeah. She's definitely attuned to so- something. Yeah. Um, and then they, the mom talks about the mediums like, Oh yeah, I talked, I talked to the dad. Uh, you're You come with me tomorrow. We'll do it again. And she's laying down. It's like, oh, if it's true, I have a lot of things to say to my dad. And then she's laying in bed and kind of like looks behind her. It's like, like you know, when you turn off the lights and you feel that thing behind you, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. It seems to be that vibe that she's setting up. Like there's something there. Yeah. So they go to this medium. They see this beggar again with the completely white eyes, no pupil. And like the mom's like, here, give this coin to her. And he like grabs her and like starts screaming. Is like, you'll do nicely. He'll be pleased. 
and she's like, uh, and like freaks out and like rips her arm back. And then the old, the old man's just sitting there just like laughing to himself. So I had a nickel. And then you, and then you time. see that he has, <laughs> and then you see that he has coins in his eyes. So he, well, those are the coins that he, she just gave him. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Cause she went to go. Yeah. It implies that he's dead. Well, yeah, point. it implies that he's dead. Also, the not pupils also yeah, kind of yeah, implies yeah. that he's some kind of ghoulish man. <laughs> it's very Is it creepy. the quarters out his eyes or the fact that he has none? Yeah, right. There's there's many options, but yeah, yeah I think they're both the heavy, heavy implications. <laughs> it's the implication. Um, so they go to this medium. Daphne's having a real bad time. As soon as it starts, she's like, I don't feel good. She like sees like a warped version of her face in a bell. She's like, all right, whatever. So... The medium starts talking, and then Daphne, being kind of a really smart girl, was like, "Oh, Dad, do you remember this this time?" He's like, "Oh, of course. I'll I tre- I'll treasure it forever." They leave, and Daphne's like, "Yeah, I made that up. Yeah, that didn't happen. That medium's full of shit. <laughs> Completely made up. That never happened. Why did you waste your money on yeah, this mom?" She she empirically tested the medium, and the medium failed. Yes, I love that That's exactly. Awesome. And then as they're all yelling in the street, there is this creature on a ledge that looks like the body of a cat and the head of uh, Pumbaa. I don't know what this thing is, but it that's what it looks like. It looks like a warthog head on a cat. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> so it's Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> Best friends forever. Yes. That's cool. awesome. It, it's the uh, Cronenberg nightmare that is the two of those characters <laughs> combined. Could you imagine if Cronenberg had, had directed the, the, the Lion King? That's the sequel I want to see. The most recent oh, Lion God. King. Um, Don't get John Favreau. Don't get Cronenberg. So again, really setting up this really creepy world. Uh, you kind of get a back eclipse in like, the, the family, the highest society family. They're eating uh, pig's feet um, oh, yeah. because they don't have money. And the <laughs> yeah, the, the maid's like, no, these are super delicious, and I got them for only a nickel. Isn't it great? And she's like, I think I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so she's in bed, and like her, finally gets to sleep. And like her blanket comes up, and like this weird thing, like very creepy stuff going on with this girl. So she has this dream, and she's like wandering around uh, a graveyard, and like a hand, a hand grabs her, and it's like, who are you? And it's like, oh, think of me as a brother. She's like, uh, all right, but well, where'd you go? So she kind of starts following him through this graveyard and eventually um, down into a crypt, down into like a crypt. And the whole voice is like, you know, come here. Don't you miss your father? You're very brave um, and just kind of keeps going through. And then there's just like this where we opened up the huge page of ghouls. Uh, and then this mysterious figure basically says, um, well, she asks him, is my father here? And it says, your real father is. It's like, mm. oh, all right. So the medium wasn't full of shit. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to her standing around a table full of pigs dressed in the period clothing with a piglet on the table, um, basically. And the guy is like, you have to sacrifice this pig if you want to go home. And she like stabs it and then wakes up and she is like a huge gash in her hand. And like, that's kind of where it ends. So like, yep, I don't know. So she was the pig? Maybe, maybe she's the sacrifice. Maybe she has to do something to like get back to where she belongs. Like she's clearly in tune with something that's following her, or like otherworldly, or even dead. Even. It's pigs, or pigs, it's just or, evil pigs. Yeah, or this is just a huge allegory, much like Animal Farm. I don't know. <laughs> yes, it's the Bolshevik Revolution. Um, <laughs> but like that was Stalin. That she just- <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that guy was Stalin. She has to sacrifice um, Stalin. Yeah, so. These Hill House comics, they're we're you've been talking about this, like the horror comic genre. 
they are coming out swinging and there's like five of them now that they're just kind of killing it with this stuff like killing I, it which is a, i think it's a great if you're interested in that and all go check them out yeah um, the, the writing in this one is great but the art is, yeah i just love me a good kelly jones yeah it was super it, it yeah like the little pieces like the, the art was really well done with the the hinting of the thing following her this entire time you mm-hmm. still have no idea what it really was but like it's it's throughout Goolies. the entire book. Like, why is she looking over the? Like, what is she looking at? Like, what is going on? Jones is my favorite Batman artist. Same, yeah. I, I love those pointy ears. I love his <laughs> capes. His cape, the cape is never the same. He, in he just any makes panels. it. He make, yeah, yeah the, the cape looks sentient, but he also just makes him look like a giant vampire. It's always uh, red rain. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, ears up to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the red the red rain is just yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. Cape. Isn't that just the show, the cape? He did a uh, he did Gotham after midnight, right? Uh, that was Magnolia. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, that's Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't know what you're I talking about. Yeah, it, guys, was, it was that same art, I think. Maybe it was Gotham. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there was also the Doom that came to Gotham. That might have been him. Hmm. That's the one where it's all Lovecraftian. That might have been him. I don't know. We're probably all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm always wrong. That's why I'm not weighing in. Yeah. I do I know that Gotham by Gaslight. You was can't be wrong if you don't say anything. Bingo. <laughs> This guy gets it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is, yeah, so it wasn't necessarily uh, my top book, but I didn't want to like break down all these other, but it was really good read, uh, a good number one. So it's, it's a good jumping in point if you're interested in whatever this might be. <laughs> um, but these Hill House comics, there's a lot of them right now. Joe Hill's writing uh, uh, just one of them, I think, but like the whole, Mike Carey's writing Dollhouse Family. So there's some really good writers that are on these Yeah, they books. got some good creative teams. Um. So yeah, go check them out if you want some horror comics, man. They're pretty great. Yeah, I'm. That's up my alley. I need to get into that stuff. Yeah, I know we like. There's still soreness from Vertigo being canceled, but Black Label and Hill House have been this pretty seems, good so yeah, far. Yeah, they've been making up the difference. This for, seems to be the answer for that. Yeah, totally. Right yeah, now. yeah. There's just not called it's Vertigo still a shame, anymore. But. Yeah, it is a shame, but like, at least they're kind of finding an outlet for those types of comics again. Totally. Yeah. yeah. In a in a pretty great way so mm-hmm. far sure. cool well sp- right. speaking of joe hill i got another you like you like joe hill i got a joe hill over here i do like joe hill um this, <laughs> one, is, you do too. this one is yeah i guess so it turns out i do i'm a liar um <laughs> it's joe hill week here on tales from the short box uh well th- this one isn't actually from the uh the dc black label hill house whatever this is a uh, idw but it's um dying is easy number two by joe hill and martin simmons we talked about the first issue it's basically a stand-up comic who is an ex-cop who uh, kind of gets in an altercation with a with a rival comedian and beats the crap out of him and then finds out that that guy died. So it's, uh, you know, kind of this issue we're starting with the he has to exonerate himself from being the number one suspect of a murder. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite detective story oh, yeah. tropes. This and, one and, was like bonkers. Man. And this one, it definitely has like some like familiar vibes. Like it's got that kind of criminal vibe. But I think the fact that it's coming from the perspective of a stand-up comedian ex-cop is this like <laughs> kind of gives it this little twist, especially in this issue. The last issue was all the build up or the setup. This is the like, okay, it gets a little wacky. You know, it gets a little ridiculous. For sure. um, and he's also just like clearly not the best dude in the world either. Um, so basically it starts out, he's in his house and the cops are coming up to, to get him. And, uh, he's just scrambling to get dressed while he hears these cops like banging <laughs> down his door and, uh, they know him too. So they're just like, open the door ass face. Like they like, are they, they have reason to hate him to begin with. And then he's the number one suspect in a murder. So he literally climbs out his fifth story window 
and climbs out onto the ledge and just is clinging to this like clock tower that just happens to be part of his building. Yeah. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> using the like the arm, it's the very, arm uh, is like bending under his weight as he's like it's very Harold to- Lloyd. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then like the cops break into his apartment and they're just like fighting with all of his like million of cats, millions of cats that he has. Um and then he just like you know swings into his neighbor's apartment. It's basically just like, hey, uh, you know, gotta go. Let, let and she's just it. like, du- she's like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh yeah, I gotta go. Like, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't care at they, all. I mean, they doesn't clearly, bat an eye. Clearly know his antics a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he he uh, he managed to get out of the house fully dressed, but without shoes. That was the only thing that he couldn't manage to. Which is pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive, but the shoes are pretty crucial to <laughs> just existing in society. So true. Um, if you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls up the, one of his comedian friends that he was talking to the night of the, the murder. Um, the night, it was, yeah, it's the night before. Yeah. So yeah. It, so this is uh, Felix Capaldi is the guy's name. And he was basically the guy who was just like, how much to, how much to hire for a hit is basically. Like, he just looks guy. like Penn Jillette. He does. He looks exactly mm-hmm. like Penn Jillette. Um, <laughs> but he, he calls the school and pretends that he's got uh, the paternity test results. To get him out of the class that he's teaching. Uh, yeah, but it turns out his friend that's doing stand-up comedy is a lawyer too. Well, he used one, to, or like a, a law teacher, right? Yeah, he's yeah he's, he's a law professor. Yeah, um, which is why he calls him. Yeah. Uh, so so basically, he's like, you know, what like what happened that night? Basically, the guy ends up telling him that uh, um, what was the there was like a very specific like information. Well, they ended up finding out that. They did this whole thing. They were talking about that. And then these two guys came in and That's paid their bar tab with the, his wallet. They with, opened the, the Carl Dixon is the murder victim and yep. they opened his wallet. To Carl pay. Dixon was flaunting that he had this really fancy wallet the whole time. And then these two guys who beat the hell out of like these two guys came in later with the same one and paid their bar tab. And, and then, then immediately when the everyone wall. found out that Carl was dead, those two guys split. Yeah, like real bounced. fast. So that's what the, the information that uh that our hero uh gets from Hero, his... we'll use that word very loosely. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> our um, shoeless hero. Yes. <laughs> gum shoe, not so. Yep. But he also uses gum feet. Yes. Just gum feet, yeah. yeah also gum this, sole. this guy, when he was questioned by the police, straight up told every told the cops that uh that Holmes, the main character, was oh, yeah. had threatened to kill carl dixon so well, basically he's the reason that he's the main well, suspect. They, they talked about it and he's like uh you know they had the cold conversation about the hit and then he came back in after he beat the hell he, out he's of him like, he's like oh it's taken care of so no no just, he's like he's like who's gonna pay me oh yeah and then, so, so they was, all just thought that he killed him yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it was he was making a joke because he beat the hell out of him but yeah like so he heavily implied that he murdered him <laughs> yeah and then he got murdered um not great for this guy. not a great well, we, yeah. we were just saying off mic uh the the phrase i was only kidding is, is not a, <laughs> yeah, a good right, defense right very bad defense a very bad defense. especially in this case especially when it comes to murder <laughs> look guys i was just having a laugh okay yep so uh so he tracks down this pawn shop and he, he comes in to question the guy and he says well he's first he's looking for a pair of shoes and the guy's like, you must have, you must have missed our no shoes, no shirt, no service policy. And he's like, well, you know, uh, I could just, you know, buy a gun and go rob a shoe store. Do you have any guns for sale? And he's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend larceny, but, uh, you know, we do have these really nice guns for, uh, home defense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so basically, you know, through the course of trying to buy these shoes, he also ends up interrogating him. He's like, uh. Uh, you should uh, don't recommend Lower City. You should have said something about that to your boys before they rolled Carl Dixon last night. 
and then uh he basically he kind of admits he's like god damn it Car- uh gill said uh, dixon wouldn't talk so he's like okay clearly these guys are involved yeah and uh i forget how he knows it was them he uh, says carl dixon rolled a cigarette with a punch uh, receipt that's that what shot. it was yeah so he this guy's actually a good cop he's a really good cop yeah, the, you really yeah. shouldn't do that receipts have stuff in them that'll give you cancer yeah well yeah that's maybe that's what killed carl dixon yeah i, I think carl dixon's got bigger worries yeah. <laughs> also if you're smoking a cigarette you know i don't yeah. know if it's implied i don't know if it was implied if it was weed but like he rolled his own something <laughs> yeah um with, with a receipt. pawn shop receipt yeah but yep. he's got he's got a lot of money because of his well it was like a fake ticket basically like it was stolen it was well moving, no 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 what it was like is, so it turns out what happened is that carl dixon pawned off all of his belongings to this place and then never had any intention of coming back right so that's good so it's like oh so carl was uh gonna leave and screw you guys over with the bill basically is like the implication here so they they found out that he was leaving for good moving to LA or whatever. And so that's why those dudes went to go, you know, steal his wallet and end up accidentally or purposely. I'm not really sure, but they ended up murdering him. Um, I think he took that guy's wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a rookie mistake. So as, as uh, our hero is interrogating the pawn shop owner, I, I'm going to keep calling him the hero because it's it. really funny. Love it. <laughs> so, but as he's talking to the pawn shop owner of uh, the two guys that, that killed Dixon, are behind him and they're just kind of like shh, like like motioning to the pawn shop owner to like let us give us some time keep him talking let us get the hell out of here so they run off and he's like oh shit there they go he like realizes that they're leaving as they're getting in the car this is great so he grabs the roller skates on the wall in the pawn shop and starts chasing them down in their truck <laughs> on roller skates on roller skates and it is the best chasing oh i love that that's you, like yeah. do this guy could just pop on roller skates and just go go yeah yeah he just he just he caught up to the truck on on like fancy blue and pink roller skates have you ever gone roller skating <laughs> i'm not good at it roller skating is not easy not, especially, especially if you haven't done oh, it in a long time yeah yeah yeah. no it's impossible this and it's, and it's those, an and it's not like it's inline skates it's the four yeah like the quad yeah, yeah you just have to you have a skateboard strapped to each foot <laughs> yeah no, it's impossible <laughs> to actually use yeah this guy's a pro clearly uh because he catches up and then uh manages to hear their confession while they're talking about killing the guy and then starts convenient and then mm. and then just jumps in the in the bed of their truck and starts fighting them dude he there's <laughs> a, such a great line because like the one guy is like i'm gonna fuck you up knave and the guy's like did you just call me a yeah. knave <laughs> the, the hell you wait what did you just call me a fucking knave is this fucking a fucking knave yeah because his ex whatever ex- you gotta know what a crumpet is yeah <laughs> what kind of trash talk is that thou art about to get thine ass kicked <laughs> Uh, yes. Does thou mother know you weareth her drapes? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but the, basically the the comic ends with him falling under the wheel of the truck. Whoa! Yeah, it's just it goes from that that funny exchange to dead. He yeah. might be dead. He might be. Yeah, he might be dead right now. Is or, that wait? Who's under? Is it our that's, hero? That's yeah. our hero. Like, but but in he's he's Indiana truck. Jonesing on the front of the truck right now with his roller skates on the road. I love so. that the license plate on the truck says Pawn Star. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yep. Such stupid stuff in this book like that. So but yeah, like, like you said, it's so so he's a very bad person, but a very good cop. He's There's a, great, a lot of really yeah. good clues and detective stuff going on. Normal people would not notice the, the pawn shop receipt. Like, they wouldn't like, notice. So like, he clearly was good at his job and he kind of got... He's just a bad person, and I think he, I think he's burned all of his bridges. Is yeah, kind of the implication sure. that like everyone dislikes him. Yeah, and it seems uh, that way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we talked about this the first issue, but like 
you know how the art was almost too big for the first issue. Yeah, this it, one this it one caught it, up it big does. time. Yeah, like, like the, oh, this is why this artist is on the this big book. splash page for the chase scene was awesome. Yeah, the dynamic. I mean, the art's still insane. It was yeah. so like I say it it caught like the I feel like the writing caught up with the art. Yeah, the first issue was just a bunch of talking, and the art seemed like excessive for that. But this one's like, oh, okay, yeah, here's the dynamic. Here it is. Di- yeah. yeah, this is why we want this artist exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. It's bonkers. It's like a funnier criminal. Yeah, Criminal is... That's a huge... That book is a great book. That is a it's, it's bummer. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's there not is not time. one happy ending in that book. Everyone pretty much is I think that's kind of the point, but... Yeah. Well, no, I think that... Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> this one definitely is funnier, so we'll see if everyone else is miserable and dies at the end of this, just like Criminal <laughs> Jesus. for the most part. Well. It's a great book, though. It is really good. <laughs> well, on that note, RJ... <laughs> All right, I got uh, Amazing Mary Jane number four by Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez. Oh, that'll bring us up a little bit. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> talked about every issue so far. Um, so uh, Spider-Man quit at the end of the last issue, and uh, he's he's walking out, and Mary Jane's like, "You got you got one scene left. Just just do it." He's like, "I I can't. This place is it's just too much." Uh, so he uh. He's like starts extorting Mysterio. He's like, maybe I need. He's like, Mysterio's like, you're gonna pay back the the money that you know we paid you for the last scene. And he's like, well, maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I need a little bit more. And Mysterio just throws money at him. He's like, all right, just get out of my face. Take your extortion money. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I know how to extort people and, personally as Mysterio. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I meant you as Casey. Oh yes, me too. Awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. Personally. You just keep throwing ones at me. I'm like, I don't. I know, not very rich. <laughs> Blackmail you with what? Yeah, you know how to do it. You, you know what? how to do it. You just don't have the proper funds. Yeah, it's a problem. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so they need a Spider-Man now, and Mary Jane's like, "Well, how about me?" And he's like, "I." Uh, he's like, "I'm the best authentic uh, connection to Spider-Man you're ever gonna get." <laughs> All but tells everyone that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, she pretty much looks in the camera and winks. Like yeah. that's what it felt like. <laughs> you could almost say I've been dating Spider-Man for a long time. We and- used to be married, <laughs> and are married again? Or they're they're just no, they're just, just together. Date. They're just yeah. together. He okay. has a ring, though. He does. Yep. So maybe that we haven't in. seen in. 20 issues it's like they set this up and then when you know what we're gonna do this 2099 thing for a while instead yeah. well she's in la he can't propose while she's in la it's true yeah, yeah, that's, no, that, yeah that was the whole point he almost he proposed he was planning on proposing to her as he took her to the airport but then screwed up and couldn't take her to the airport because obviously because he's peter parker because spider-man because spider-man mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then yeah the commiserating about not being able to propose to i'm her like, like i'm just joking i'm spider-man is a valid excuse yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it is. <laughs> Spider-Man is the most valid excuse, I think. But whatever. So sorry, I'm late. Uh, no. Spider-Man. <laughs> you can be of uh, commuters if you are a commuter in New York. Sorry, I'm late, Spider-Man. Uh, also- again. He's a he's a he's really a menace. He is Just a menace. you know, come in early tomorrow. Uh, Hopefully, I can. But you know, Spider-Man. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. So in addition to. Um, them needing a Spider-Man. There's also a plot where uh, there's these paparazzi that are like harassing Sonny DePerna, and um, so uh, Speedball sends these uh, send 
Screwball sends these uh, drones out to harass the paparazzi <laughs> to get them to stop because they don't want anyone to know where they are. Um, and then the, the paparazzi get approached by Vulture and the Savage <laughs> Six. So through the course of the book, the Savage Six kind of just go on this, this rampant uh, course of harassing anyone that's ever had anything to do with the film to try to get the location out of, out of them. So they go to the, all the people that Mysterio tried to get funded um, the, the film and, uh, and the actor who quit like on the first day. And then uh, Mar- Mary Jane ends up having this really great discussion with Master Matrix, who's a robot. And uh, she, it turns out that she hasn't told Peter that uh, like, uh, Quentin is, at, is Cage McKnight. So Master Matrix is like, well, how come you're hiding? Spider-Man is a good guy, so how come you're hiding, um, like, covering up for this bad guy? And uh, she's like, switching from bad to good isn't a, uh, isn't a switch. It's just uh, a journey, you know? So you Aww, have to... That's nice. Yeah, you have to trust him. But she knows that, that Peter will not trust him. That's basically what well the implication. Yeah, she's just kind of... I guess she had, uh, she's just worried about it. Mm. And, uh, but she's, you know, she believes in, she's trying to believe in Quentin and his, his redemption. Um, so Master Matrix has this part where he goes, I'm sure Mysterio, uh, he's like, did you know that I was created for mass destruction? I'm sure Mysterio knows this. When he approached me to shoot this film, I assumed it was for maximum time efficiency since I was able to study and master cinematography in under three milliseconds. But it's because he wanted to give me the chance to create something for the first time, isn't it? He has protect- protected my journey with his own. How can I ever repay such a profound experience? Aww. And she says, all you can do is earn it in reverse. So, I, I don't know, I really, this is my favorite part of the comic. It was just this <laughs> kind of great moment between them. And, I, I mean, so many of my favorite characters are characters that have made that switch. That, and that, that journey from bad to evil. Bad to good and <coughs> Emma, <laughs> but not just her, but like. But, but I mean that that comes to mind very quickly. Yeah, when you say that. But that's like a, a big thing of characters that I like. So you certainly have a type. Yeah, <laughs> seeing seeing MJ, uh, I don't know, just kind of believe in Quentin and how much I love Mysterio. It's it's really heartwarming, and I love that she has this patience and this empathy for him. Um. And then, uh, yeah, so the, the Savage Six is kind of going just rampant, kind of. Fine, Dude, they're fine harassing, them. like, everybody. It's so Yeah. <laughs> and then Sonny DePerna goes on a, a talk show, and they're like, you got to tell us about the, the film. And he's like, I, gotta, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and uh, then they, they bring up this, they bring up, like, Mary Jane, and they're like, is it true that she's, uh, that she's a terror to work with on set? And she's like, and he's like, no, that... They couldn't be farther from the truth. She's uh, the best part. And Tarantula, it goes back to like wherever the Savage Six are hanging out. Tarantula is uh, watching the TV and he's like, damn it, I knew spreading false information was going to bite me in the ass. Like, what? He's just spreading rumors about the set. <laughs> he's, like, he's just going to TMZ and telling everyone that Mary yeah. Jane's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, was this, uh, 
so they're talking about the movie, and it's like, well, it's a it's an exercise in duality. Uh, both Vulture and Mysterio, uh, they're like creative, ambitious, but Mysterio is the one who cares about redemption. Vulture walks the darker path, and he's watching this, and he just breaks the TV. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, MJ calls Peter and he's, she's like, did you get the text I sent you? And he's like, uh-huh, what, what's happening? Uh, he's like, you look amazing. Is that conceited for me to say? And she's in the Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, and, there's some like crazy experiment going on to wherever he's working that all the scientists are <laughs> freaking out about while he's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Peter. So of course she called him at a terrible time. Yeah, uh, there, there are no good times for, yeah, of for course. Peter. And she she starts wanting to talk to him about, I guess she's probably going to tell him about Mysterio, um, but she doesn't get a chance to because he's got to run away. And then Mysterio uh, kind of is running through uh, combat with her, and he projects like an electro, and she's like kind of going through choreography, but he's like, no, you don't, you don't understand. You got to be quicker. I don't think you you don't get how frustrating it is to fight Spider-Man. <laughs> he has he has a sense that uh you know he knows everything you're going to do and then as fast as he's able to move he has his web which adds like another another element to it. Well, you know what, Mysterio? I don't think you understand how frustrating it is to date Spider-Man. <laughs> I was just about to say, try dating the guy. Yeah, try making dinner plans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe i'd be able to see a movie if it wasn't for all of you idiots <laughs> yeah remember that time you ruined uh my birthday mysterio <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> oh, so then so then vulture gets an idea or he gets like a tip off and uh so the last page is them finding the recently uh quit spider-man actor and they're gonna they're gonna probably get the information from him because yeah. he's like i will i will tell you anything please don't hurt me he's, he's, yeah he's a coward yeah. and a half he couldn't even film the last scene <laughs> of course well, he was in a so now, so now what they got to reshoot everything with mj just, just no, the last just, part they had one scene that basically they, or she's like just mysterio just mysterio what up he's like it'll ruin the Authenticity. He's like, shut up. They're, they're gonna just, fix it. In it's post. one scene. They're just gonna Mysterio out her boobs. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much what I was like. I, I was working on a student film one time where it was we we'd lost daylight. It was just nighttime, mm-hmm. and I was like, this scene takes place in the day. He's like, I'll fix it in post. I was like, <laughs> that's not how. I was like, you're gonna turn this into daytime so, in post? How is that you, possible? It it's, wasn't. You just turn up the brightness really high. I I was at a movie with a Q and A with the director. And they're talking to him, and they're like, how come you wanted to shoot this inside? He's like, well, I didn't want to... It's like, I don't know why people shoot outside. It's like, I don't want to be told that we're losing daylight. I don't want to be told that it's raining. I don't... It's like... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you can do the opposite. You can shoot day for night, but night for day just doesn't... It doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) I remember, like, trying to explain that. I was like, you you can't... This isn't gonna... (laughs) And even shooting shooting day for night, it doesn't come off the same. It doesn't have that, like feel like all the shadows don't it's really it's, make sense it's because it's not nighttime. <laughs> yeah i know no, it's just <laughs> poorly done post-production <laughs> it's almost like we understand the concepts of day and night in, pretty in well our, in our like in our lives I and mean, if we see it on the film like that doesn't look right yeah. about this is not 
No, Night. it's on another planet. Yeah, fine. Just you're good. <laughs> There's two suns on this planet. Problem solved. Tatooine. But I, uh, I, yeah. I love this book so much. It's, I mean, it's Mysterio, who's one of my favorite villains. It's Leah, who she's such a great writer. It's all character work, and it's MJ. Like I, I don't know. It's such a perfect cross section for MJ, me. MJ, MJ in it up. Yeah. Yeah. And movies. So and movies. <laughs> every issue is a delight. Uh, really great. I'm really glad that it's an ongoing now. Because yeah. it, it was supposed to be a mini It's at least getting uh, a second arc. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So It's pretty good. Awesome. I'm enjoying it, too. It's fun. Nice. All right. So um, that comes around oh. to me. Uh, I only had one pick this week. Um, well, you have two, but we used it for our top story. So Yeah. And I, I was going to do uh, Hellraiser, but there's uh, the, the story's kind of getting off the rails. I didn't get a chance to read it, so it's, you it's, would be on your own on that one too. It's getting so. harder and harder to follow. What's How happening? How many issues? Oh, Do you mean Hellblazer? Issue. No, uh, not. It's a Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider. Oh. I was like, Ghost is there Rider. a Hellraiser issue? <laughs> yeah, go, go. Cenobites. Ghost Rider. That would be great. Is that, I would read that. I mean, there are Hell Hellraiser comics. Yeah, and they're weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somehow but, weirder uh, than the movies. Yeah, uh, Ghost Rider is very interesting. It's it's interesting. It's fun. It's just like I, I I'm constantly. I constantly feel like I miss like a whole issue. I felt, yeah, dude, like, I seriously felt as soon as I started reading, like what happened. There, although there's there a, these weird gaps between issues, and yeah, I'm like, uh, there's a new like character design at the end of this issue, which is rad. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. Very cool. Like there's cool stuff, but like I, I don't know, it wasn't really enough for me to to want to cover it. So I was like, you know what, I'm not going to force myself to. Plus all that hell hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got pretty lost. Yeah, that. although. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Mephisto's out of jail. So that's, Ooh, that's, that's nice. R- Rude Boy's out of jail. That's pretty much the <laughs> highlight of that issue. Yeah. <laughs> Busted out Mysterio. But uh, so yeah, th- that's kind of a, a quick... little recap. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Rider was okay. <laughs> is where I'll go with that. But um, nice. my big pick is uh, Power Rangers versus Ninja Turtles. This was my favorite book of the week. It's, by far. It has no business being this good. It really doesn't. Like... For as silly of a of a thing that this is, here's here's the thing. I almost screamed out loud at the last page of this. Yeah, it's awesome. Here's the thing. Um, I I have no desire to read Power Rangers comics, but since this is the creative team that is doing the Power Rangers comics, I think I should probably be reading Power Rangers comics. I know, right? But <laughs> like, it's just I don't they're want like to, they're like, like what fifty issues in or something oh, yeah. like that. No, yeah, they're pretty That's far in. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of issues. But there's there was one like crossover event that was called Shattered Grid that I've like at, like. We kept selling out like crazy, like it was like a insane amount of like they like hype around that. Over with turtles, I well, mean. if we look, if, we, if we've learned anything by turtles by this point, is that you know anything's worth a worth a read. It's true. Also, I just started reading Turtles at issue one hundred. I could probably start reading Power Rangers at issue fifty. Yeah, but one hundred <laughs> was a pretty good jumping on point. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and one hundred one. This is even better. One hundred one is so. We'll get there. Even better for a jumping on point. <laughs> so great. Any anywho, so um, the art in this is phenomenal. It's um, it's ridiculous. So this is written by uh Ryan Parrott. Um, the art's by Simone DeMeo, and I got to shout out the colorist, uh, Walter Bayamonte. Mm-hmm. Probably yep. sure. Mm-hmm. The colors are amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, everyone should be doing colors like this because it's great. It's it's Period. one of the best like uh I guess extremely manga influenced 
art styles. Oh, totally. Well, I mean, you would hope that people making Power Rangers comics would get that. You know what I mean? That would have that manga influence, but... I've also never seen a manga in color, so this is even... And it's <laughs> and so saturated, though. Like, yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, like, it comes off of my hands. Um, <laughs> so, we... we s- That's awesome. Oh, you know, it's, it's very... Um, it melts in your hand. I got it. Melts in your hands, not in your mouth. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? There's What's lo- happening? It's like, if you, you know, if you, like, use too much crayon and you touch the paper, you get some yeah, on your you fingers. Some I got it. It's I like silly about. putty. Yeah. Come on, guys. Anyway, so we 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 start with Art it's war. just a whole page of just weapons clanging together. I love yeah this, and it's great, dude. This book was written for me ten years, like fifteen years ago. You know what I'm so saying? So you now? How old are you? Okay, twenty years ago. <laughs> so just you now, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fine. So um, so the the they're kind of in the middle of the battle that we left them in, where they're fighting on a rooftop. Um, they finally kind of stop, like both uh, the Red Ranger and Leo go enough at the same time, which I thought was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Daddy said no more. Yeah. So yeah, people are gonna see us. We gotta go. Yeah, and then, then they hear a helicopter, and Leo's like, "Unless you want to be on the six o'clock news, you should probably follow us back to our lair." They have the they have the great exchange though about like martial art techniques. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's isn't that later? That's later. Oh, is it yeah, later? Yeah, that, yeah that's oh, when they're fighting okay. um, the foot later. Yeah. So then we we cut to April doing the news. Which means this is a version of the turtles where April is uh, still doing the news. Still doing the news, <laughs> but she's, also she's not a scientist. She's a in the Power Rangers. Yeah, universe? I, I was trying to figure out what what city they were in because like, they they're in the it, Turtle City. This is New York. Uh, they're okay, because well, they teleported. The Power Rangers teleported, correct? In, right? So but they're she, in the Turtle. But, but she they're, name they're, drops the city that the Power Rangers are from. Yeah, we're yeah. we're in because the, they saw them on the roof. Yeah. We're in one universe. Like they, they both exist in the same universe. They're just oh. in different cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so correct. this is New York. They're from like forget where. Isn't it she, like she says Angel it. Grove? Angel Grove. Yeah, that's Angel. it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so so April's doing the news. She's uh, doing the the whole story about this this science lab that got broken into something got stolen it's the foot clan blah 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 so then after they cut um i'm guessing this is Vern. this yeah. is very this is very uh 80s cartoon turtles it's just funny because like i've been reading through all the idw stuff and Vern and irma aren't in there right <laughs> so so Vern was like so i i i guess you're not going to mention your turtle boys and she's like well there's no evidence that they were here I'm not <laughs> april just good looking out man she's yeah. a snitch yep <laughs> What a what a comrade. So then we cut to the fucking Technodrome. I don't even know what this is. I was just like, this looks. Is this just Shredder's um, Death Star? Basically, so in this the, is awesome. In Krang's Death Star. In the original cartoon, there was the uh, Krang and Shredder lived in this. Uh, yeah, I guess it's yeah. Were, you could call it a Death Star. Dude, that's deep within the Earth. I was I yes ended with this, but I was like yes and yeah. like I was ready to go. <laughs> I I love the Technodrome. Any anytime we get Technodrome, I know I. That's like one of the things that I don't know how I feel about the the new the like the most recent movies, but just seeing the Technodrome in the second one, just I was like, well, at least I got to see this. Yeah, the most recent movies just really leaned into being turtles, and I kind of was fine with that because they didn't try to. Yeah, not, we got try to be a real movie. They just tried to be turtles movie, and like yeah. these, these are fine. So anyway, so we're we're in the Technodrome. Uh, Shredder is initiating just being Shredder. Um. Tommy as one of his like top echelon of of footboys. Um, <laughs> Why is footboys the funniest thing? 
<laughs> he best foot. Feet, feet boys. He's like the boys. Normally, like the ankle. <laughs> but uh, so uh, so Tommy gives him this thing that he stole from this science place, um, because it, you have to make an offering to join yeah. the uh, the foot elite. So he's like, all right, well, your offering has been accepted. Um, so then we cut back to uh, the Power Rangers and the Turtles going underground to the turtles lair Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the rangers get to see their cool sewer pad for the first time yep which is pretty rad and then they meet splinter yeah they're just like all talking we're not gonna talk about the rat in the corner (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. so uh and then and then april shows up um yeah so like we all we kind of get like a everyone gets to meet and kind of get meet, on the same and, page. Yeah, and we get to meet and know who the Power Rangers the are. The Power Rangers now know that the, the Turtles aren't Rita's monsters. And and the Turtles know who the Power Rangers are. Yeah. So well, it's, it's, Donnie it's already knows all about them because he's a well, fan. Well, like they like introduced themselves by name because like, they took their masks off. Like yeah. They made a big deal about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. One little thing I noticed with like the next panel is all the foot soldiers training with the mannequins all are dressed up like the turtles i just noticed that too because i was like so good i was like wait is leo there and i'm like oh wait no that's no uh, they just have their their training dolls dressed up like the turtles yeah, it's a little wrestling buddy just <laughs> great so uh we find out that um there's one of these foot elite dudes is an acquaintance of tommy and uh tommy's whole thing was he was going to join the foot so he can try to kind of extract him yep so he's kind of trying to save his his friend so tommy's not evil which is cool. Yeah, that's good that to know. Very nice to know. Yeah, <laughs> at least for the time being, I guess. But there's a there's a double cross because Tommy's friend doesn't want to be saved. Uh, yeah, he's he, full. He's all in on with the Shredder. Yeah, he tases him and then uh, offers him up as an offering to Shredder. Yeah, that's uh bad news for Tommy. Super bad news. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know who this character is that that April has. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, we 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 go back to Channel Six News. April has a friend of hers who's like digging up whatever she can about like what's going on. I didn't really understand this whole page. Yeah, it didn't it seem really weird. important. But uh, apparently, April's trying to get to the bottom of what's going on. That's yeah, kinda... and you just <laughs> yeah. It's not Irma, but it's some huh. other lady. It looks like Irma. It looks like Irma. Well, I don't see know. Irma. But they're talking about. It's her intern. Well, she's like, if anyone asks, pretend you're my intern. So yeah. I don't really understand. I'm assuming it was the friend. Interma. Uh, <laughs> Tommy's friend. That's like, oh. where, it's her. Oh. It's, it's his friend. Yes. That's Got what it, it. is. That's, what, it. that's what's happening. Yeah. Like, she was Oof. like, my friend is missing. I need help finding Got him. Got it. Yeah. Do nice. we get this, this great page with, um, with Donnie and... Uh, <laughs> Billy. Billy. Just nerding out. Just nerding out. But if you look in the background, there's uh, a shout out to one of the 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 vehicles from the original toy line. It was like a plunger gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of geeked out about that a little bit. But yeah, Donnie's like, have you seen my robot? I made this robot. <laughs> yeah. And Billy's like, yeah, whatever. We got one of those, too. <laughs> He's like, yeah, which is great. Yeah. And then uh, he kind of half invites him to help work on the Megazords, which... Yeah, this is a fun little. <laughs> it's just, cute. dude, it's such a. Oh my god, 
You could clearly, yeah, just whatever. What's okay? Let's move along. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> I love it so much. So, so anyway, um, there we cut to the turtles and the rangers staking out this this hideout that I guess um, April was able to dig up for them. Well, that was what the fr- the intern was doing. Yeah, he was looking for. So they find it. So it ends up being like a f- a foot spot, right? Yeah. So they just Leroy Jenkins their way in. Yeah, pretty much. Um. There's a lot. There's a lot of great action in this scene, um, and a lot of great moments of kind of the turtles with their rangers counterparts. Oh, oh so yeah, good. the Black that. Ranger and Mikey. Yeah, so uh, talking about what the best pizza yep. toppings. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Mikey's like uh, jelly beans, onions, and butterscotch. Ew. Well, he's like pineapple to pizza. Gross, dude. Just gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, uh, Jason and Leo square off against Karai, which is pretty great because like they're both kind of arguing about what tactics to use and like what moves to use. Yeah, what sword <laughs> tactic to try to beat her, and she's just <laughs> meanwhile kicking them both in the face. Yeah, and then uh, what's her name? The Yellow Ranger just throws something at her. <laughs> she's like, just hit her in the head. <laughs> yeah, you guys are overthinking this, <laughs> yeah. dumb idiots. <laughs> So they they tie up Karai and they try to get some information out of her, but of course she's like, "I mean, yeah, she, I'm kind of talking. I know snitch." Right. <laughs> so then uh, we cut to the Technodrome, dude. Like, this is what I. This is the best Shredder ever. I lost. I was like, I don't know what's happening here, but I love every. I like every sh- second. Shredder of this. has like glowing red eyes, dude. He <laughs> looks terrifying. I know. So he's got he's got Tommy in a cage, and he's like interrogating him, and. Tommy tries to morph, so he, like he uses the 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 little morphy coin doodad. It's a yeah. morpher, God. <laughs> and a Murphy? They all, but they all have a special morphy coin. the morpher. <laughs> they all have a special coin what? in them that allows them to actually morph. Yeah, it's yeah. a morpher. Yeah, but without the coin, it's useless. <laughs> just saying, morphy the. Yeah, morpher. but like they're talking about like Dimension X, and then he morphs, and then Cheddar's just like, yeah, I don't care, freaking Kamehameha, and he's just like dead. It was like. This is bonkers. Yeah, I he don't just know like blasts him with something. I was like, all right, cool. But so he's also like, Shredder's thanks Goku for now. showing me how that thing works. Yeah, like, what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, you dumb mor- Like, how dumb are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, here you go. So it works. Dumb. Like, what a fucking. Oh, my God. <laughs> so stupid. So then um, we cut to, to Rita's lair, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Again, really great character design all Which around. I love all the monsters. I forgot, like, I was transported to being 10 years old again. Like, these yeah. freaking dudes who were in, like, freaking Goldar and, like, her little henchmen <laughs> that would just, like, cook up the monsters and stuff. Ah, <laughs> so good. So they, I guess, portal into the Technodrome. Bebop and Rocksteady as well, right? Where yeah. they meet. Oh my god. The boys. Dude. <laughs> They're just putting everyone in this comic yeah, and man. I couldn't be happy. I love Bebop about and Rocksteady. Anything's so good. Anything is better if there's Bebop and Rocksteady <laughs> Dude, you're uh you're correct. Yeah, it's just the best. Um so uh Rita and Shredder kind of face off. Well, uh, Rita's trying to get this coin back. The the coin that's in the morph. The Morphe dude. The Dragon Power Coin. <laughs> yeah, the Dragon Power Coin, which currently Saki has. Well, if you we have that, out. you get the Dragon Zord. Pretty important. Yeah, so so Shredder grabs the Morpher and yells, Dragon Zord. And then we get this amazing splash page of... Dude. 
Shredder as the Green Ranger. Green Ranger Shredder. I was like, what? I, I need the next issue to open with him going to the Dragon's Sword and like gluing spikes onto it. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, yes, he's used This is not nearly spiky but, enough. But if we've learned anything about the Shredder and dragons in the past, oh, it's that this does... is going to go way south. <laughs> yeah, hopefully for everybody. I feel yeah. like, dude. Yeah. There's just a real dragon piloting dude, the this, Dragon's Sword. This character design. Like, I already liked the character design Green of Shredder. Ranger Shredder, come on. Are you serious? And ha- awesome. And, and, and shame on all of those uh, articles that came out that, that spoiled this day it came out. Yeah, that's that's messed I'm up. I'm very happy I missed I those because I would have been pissed. Yeah. I that, that. That's, that's why reveal. we at least wait a week. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, we, we give you some time to at least see it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and you have the option to listen to it or not, whereas if I'm just scrolling through my social media yeah, and it's it just already gone. pops up, it's there it is. There's no, It's like if you put it in the headline and the picture... Like, I, I saw the picture. I didn't even read the headline. I'm like, oh, that's... That's messed up. That's a Green Ranger shredder right there. Dude, I audibly reacted to that last page. Same. It was like, yes. <laughs> like, this yeah. book is awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, said Calabunga out loud. Yeah, like, this was... This was yeah, I read this and I was like, I know it's Adam's pick, but this is my favorite book of the week. But, like, I, I, I really like the, the version of the Turtles in this because it's... it's Definitely calling back to the 80s cartoon turtles because we've yeah. got the Technodrome, we've got April doing the news, we've got Vern and Irma. But it, their character designs are very next mutation, mm. which makes sense because that was also a Saban property. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very like... It's like a meeting of the... But meeting, we need Venus like a, de Milo. Like mesh. Venus de no, Milo. No, we don't. That name is not allowed to be spoken <laughs> in this house. <laughs> But like I feel like if this were a live action thing, they would be all puffy and stupid looking. I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> then you should check out the next mutation. Because um, it's a live action Power Rangers Ninja Turtle thing. Oh my God. I think yeah, they did exists. a crossover. That exists. That exists. I'm gonna go watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's a, it's on Power Rangers. Oh, it's part of the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, that exists. <laughs> this is, I, I just, I feel 10 years old reading this comic again, and it's such a great feeling. Yeah, I, I'm lost with a lot of the Power Rangers lore, but it's it's That's doing fine. a good job of pulling me in. Like, I don't, you don't need to, like, there's not a lot you really need to know. Like, yeah, it's pretty formulaic. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that, like... You got Zordon, the- they tell him what to do, and that's where the power comes from. Rita cooks up monsters, and they fight them. Like, it's not that hard. And then each of the characters has a turtle uh, counterpart, except for the ladies. That's, like, the only thing that's different, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> for now, until Jenica shows up. And Venus de Milo. <laughs> yeah, if, we get Jen- if we get Jenica in here, too, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the Kimberly. She's 100% the Kimberly. Well, yeah, they had the... Yeah, that's true. Well, there's there's got to be at least one counterpart because there's only three dude ran- uh, dude rangers. Well, that's at the time. I mean, with the the unfortunately with the Power Rangers show, at least I don't know about any of the other lore, but um, the women weren't very well characterized. They were just the women, so they, they all, don't really have a personality like Zach were, and Billy they and were Jason. All archetype, like they, they were, were just all, women. They were all the like, girls even, here, no, but the even girl. the dudes were the, just. Yeah. They were walking stereotypes. But, but, but I mean, Jason is the Leo, and Zach is the Donatello, and Billy is the... No, wait, no. Billy's the Donatello, and Zach is, is the Michelangelo, and then Kim- Kimberly and Trini are just well, Raph the women. Earls. And Raph yeah. is Tommy, I guess, technically. Yes, and Raph is yeah. Tommy. Yeah, so the, the women are just the, the women. Hey, there are one of the feet and something. I can't remember what the pink one was in the, in the Megazord. <laughs> the Megazord doesn't work yeah, without the support system. Like, I think, think, the, uh, I think she, Awful. the yellow one was a leg. Yeah, she was the, the sure. saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. I, I still like uh, 
RJ's theory from last week that the foot zords are just feet. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't you can't build a whole zord because all you have are feet. I forgot about that. You know Shredder's gonna like he's gonna be in the dragon zord now too at some point. Yeah, it's gonna be incredible. And then they're gonna have to fight it. And which then the turtles are gonna try to. to- the turtles need to get their own zords. Gonna, that's absolutely what's going to happen. Turtle zords. Turtle zord. Dude, if Zord like is going to make a turtle zord. No, I like that no. a lot better than the Justice League zord that happened. Yeah, zord I like that a lot better than that. That was the worst. How dare you even bring that up? <laughs> Not like we're going to bring up metal anymore. Zordon is going to give the turtles the jungle zord from that terrible movie that they had, and they're just going to be the jungle ones. They're going to have the regular mega zord, and they're going to fight Shredder Dragon Zord. And this is what happens when. Are you writing this book? Super fans of these things write these comics. <laughs> yeah, because that's like, very plausible. <laughs> it's it's seriously it's like it's like someone took a a box of toys from a thrift store and dumped them out on the floor and, and we're reading the results like, of that. Remember, I mean, not the, this isn't a, a recommendation for it because it was probably bad. Nobody read it, but it was the. Uh, <laughs> It, it, the the Transformers Ghostbusters crossover that no, happened recently. No, we, we we briefly talked about this. But remember when you you just picked up the first like, you're number one and you're like, there's going to be an Ecto one Transformer. That's uh, it, that's uh, that's the whole reason this book exists is that there's going to be an Ecto one. Yeah, they worked I, backwards from that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, there was a moment in the shop where where Casey's coworker was like, Adam, are you reading uh, um, Ghostbusters Transformers? And I just looked up and I said, No, because robot ghosts are dumb. <laughs> I like, like I like these arbitrary lines you draw. <laughs> Robots great, ghosts great, robot turtles dumb. great. <laughs> but yeah, like it, the, the only reason I would I would read that is for a transforming Ecto one, which we didn't. I don't even think we got that toy exists though. It does. Yes, Brad. I'll bet it's in there. You just didn't read Brad. it. No, it's like uh um you do get like Optimus Prime, but like in like his color scheme is Ecto one. And that's not the same. That's yeah, not but the same. like that's not what I wanted. <laughs> Take it back. This isn't what I, like, I wanted. I like the I like the concept of it turning into just it's like uh you know, Optimus turns a truck to a to a robot, but it's Ecto one to a, just a dude. Because it's just like because they're humans. Right. So it's like, here we go. But you know, I'm I'm sure it's good. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't. We're not here to shit. We're talk not. We're not here to shit dog books, but I also mean the, I can't recommend it because I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean both the separate entities are good. So yeah, yeah. yeah I sure. mean Ghostbusters on IDW has been fantastic, and Transformers is like the thing that makes them the money. Yeah. Yep. But I, I just don't. I, I don't see a reason for those Go- two properties. Robot, to robot meet. ghosts are dumb. I mean, they <laughs> made it. They made it work with TMNT. <laughs> but yeah, but but TMNT, like like there's they could f- they 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 made it Wait, a TMNT crucial a story point in TMNT. Yeah. TMNT and who? Ghostbusters or yeah. Transformers? Ghostbusters. The the TMNT Ghostbusters. But but, t- but TMNT and Ghostbusters, they they both have the like talk about four. A, a parallel oh, yeah. of four characters that like that is a they, parallel and yeah. they in the second they actually did two story arcs in the second story arc they paired them off on their own like little <laughs> adventures and it was fantastic that's great that's awesome but yeah i i love i was just reading turtles and like th- the storyline came up and i was like oh well they're not gonna have the that one god because he's trapped in a ghost trap in space and they brought it up they were like they don't know where he is it was like oh my god it actually impacted the story (laughs) (laughs) yeah great what kind of crazy crossover actually impacts the ongoing series that's insane yeah yeah idw hopefully this one does they they, 
it, it, it's it's more hits than misses i think mm, with, with some of the stuff they've been doing especially the crossovers but yeah i just i just can't get myself into ghostbusters and transformers <laughs> yeah well, it seems like they're getting like you can clearly it's, fans are writing these books like we yeah. were talking about before like and it makes a huge difference for sure yep all right sean what else you got uh okay so kind of <laughs> kind of on the same vibe with uh daphne Byrne. um another number one from the same vibe at all it's just no, the number like- one it's just the number one <laughs> vibe where there was other books that i liked a lot um but i can't talk about them without um a full encyclopedia um so new image number one kind of wasn't sure what this was but the clock um it's oh, by- another family fun adventure <laughs> <laughs> a real feel yeah. good time yeah. yeah i think i seem to have a type i guess uh, it's by matt hawkins and colleen doran so um kind of run through this one so it kind of opens up with these uh seems to be scientists going to uh nigeria for like a humanitarian effort kind of opens up on a almost like a refugee type camp um in nigeria and they're kind of talking about that somehow, for some reason, these people aren't sick. Uh, they're not getting sick. They're not affected by whatever affliction is going on in the world. Um, but they're bringing them aid, um, kind of try to help out. But at the same time, they're scientists. So they're like, yeah, they're going to give out vaccines, but they're going to try to like collect samples from these people to try to find out like if they're different or why they're not getting sick. Um, so then there's a nice, big, huge fire ceremony thing. And then naturally... Uh, they get attacked by rebels, uh, and just start killing people. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Luke just dying. shows up. And just the rebels, sir. <laughs> yeah. They're so they here. Just, they just start dying. Eventually, they kind of <laughs> fight them off. Um, and then our main character, you know, gets a uh, I don't even remember what his name was, but he gets like a ceremonial like knife from this tribe leader. Basically, he says, thank you for helping us. Um, and he kind of makes his he's, you know the guy one of the guys he's with is like good luck getting to that customs, and he kind of like looks at the cameras like. I know somebody that can help me. Um, uh, it's implying that it's his wife, uh, which you find out the next page has just died from cancer. Whoops. Whoopsie. Yeah, goes, that, that only progresses as, uh, it wasn't great. as we go along yeah. here. So it cuts through. It's they're going through the funeral. Um, they're kind of talking. About, you're, kind of, you're getting a little bit more and more in the world. They're talking about cancer in general. Uh, and just like, there's gonna, this guy's been, that's what he's researching. He's been researching cancer. And you find out it's been, spreading throughout the world like it's almost like an epidemic it's like a viral cancer like lots of people are getting cancer yeah then there's like a just a heartbreaking line basically saying like um the guy's just talking about like you know she she died with what we've been because of the same bullshit we've been investigating and then the daughter uh just like well at least mommy won't be lonely daddy he's like what do you mean and it cuts to this full page of there's like 30 Dozens funerals. Of funerals. She's like, lots of people are going to heaven today. I was uh, like, oh. Yeah. So you're getting some more context. So basically they're seeing, and then. And it, it's also, it's like a viral cancer that even early detection doesn't cure. There's like yeah. absolutely nothing. Like so they the, go like into the chemo a huge doing. diatribe yeah. about it. I don't like this book. No, it's It's intense. wild, dude. Yeah. So he's pretty much talking about like, okay, um, we're all going to die. Or like half of us are going to die basically. Because whatever. Also, the, the thing- world was suffering from overpopulation yes. well yes yeah he, go, he goes before a, a committee is a, a, like a, a congressional committee and is basically talking about population control and like eugenics basically that say like 
we periodically need a cull of the population in order to survive and be healthy. And this seems to be the world adjusting to its own population culling. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, real bad. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's bad. like uh, hard sci fi So it kind of decides. We're, we're, we're you- talking about it off mic, and it's basically yeah. it's the book that happens before uh, Undiscovered Country. Yeah, so before much. they go to America and everything's all mutated and crazy, this is just the part where half it's of just the, the planet dies. Yeah, yeah, but then you get the. You start getting the implication that someone did this. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, the scientist goes into this whole thing. So you find out it's a viral form of cancer that's. Um, metastasize in a few days and you're dead in like within months like and there's nothing you there's no preventative maintenance like there's no preventative maintenance that's computer mode uh people are not computers i'm sorry guys um there's no prevention not yet uh early detection doesn't matter basically if you get it you're dead so basically this is triggering my medical anxiety i have it now so what it's saying is it's basically it's attacking um it's affecting people that already have a pre a heredity, a predisposition for cancer. For any cancer. So like any if, cancer. if you if someone in your family has had cancer and you have a predisposition towards cancer, you will get this. Yeah. Yeah. And basically saying because of this, half the population is gonna be dead in you know, in a matter of years. Um this because he's got like a, a thousand bummer. samples and stuff like that. And he's basically Yeah, he so he's, them, like, te- he's testifying in front of like Congress and basically is like, Well, what do we do? Is like do we tell people? It's like, are you crazy? We don't want to start a worldwide panic. So it kind of cuts back. He's walking out he's talking to someone on the phone he's like yeah it went terrible he's, they are not happy about this <laughs> they did not want to hear that uh half the population is right and then uh, so then some guy bumps into him and like drops a piece of paper and it just says your wife was murdered with like just some code at the bottom oh thanks guy <laughs> thank yeah, you at least, stranger. Yeah, at least with thanos it happened quickly yeah <laughs> So no one had to suffer. So he was just like, uh, all right. And then there's another like little moment. It cuts to like a kid's field trip at the uh, Smithsonian. And there's like a world population map. And it's like, oh, yeah, this like a live ticker. Yeah, yeah, like a live ticker. This represents the world population. And there's just this kid who's just like stock market. Why is it going down? (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you read the thing at the end? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So the guy, the writer was like in a real uh like room full of like 50 scientists yeah and he he asked uh like what has anyone ever tried to weaponize cancer and he said that the room went silent <laughs> and i was like oh man oh so that's he, scary he i basically don't... went to a bunch like he i was reading a little bit like he's a hard sci-fi kind of writer so like he did a lot of research to make sure like all of the things he's talking about he like, had he had a source that didn't want to be named yeah and he talked to him for like six months but he's got like i don't like but he's that got an actual <laughs> professor of biochemistry in here that he like talks about like about tissue collection oh yeah i I didn't read this part but i don't like the header weaponization of cancer and eugenics Mm -mm. basically that's what he's talking about he Mm -mm. basically is asking like Mm -mm. is this possible Mm -mm. so he he did his research from like actual science yeah so like uh (laughs) i guess uh people looked at him like he had 10 heads when he said it yeah but then uh, the the leader, the guy that like didn't want to be named that he talked to, he gave him his comic book, like his his previous comic book, and then he and then he like was communicating with him for like six months, so he got it in by like giving his comic book to the yeah. scientist. to a scientist. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. It was like there you go. <laughs> Definitely a uh, anxiety driven yeah. book, but it was it's. I do really like hard sci fi, and I and there's very few hard sci fi comics. That just hits too right. close to home for me. Well, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's yeah. I, I was like, oh, this. this. 
I was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is terrifying. Oh, this is even more terrifying. And then I like closed it. And then there's also conspiracy. And, yeah, but yeah. then but then I realized it's called the clock, and I'm like, that's all that's just ten more levels of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, they're talking about like the population. I don't like clock that it's called stuff. the clock anymore. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I it's... thought it was going to be like a superhero book. <laughs> nope. I know. Yeah, it's about worldwide viral cancer, oh, which may, be or not, may or may not be a uh, conspiracy now. Yeah. That, that's potentially. <laughs> Neat. It could be, yeah, as they're talking about, it could be a weaponized <laughs> thing. So it's very, I thought it was interesting. It's, um, yeah, it's really well done. It's very well done. Yeah, it you could tell. It might not be the most fun thing in the world, but it is very good. I think it'll good be very good. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This dude clearly well, so, did like research. we were talking about. I was talking about that um, with a friend yesterday about like uh, she watched the first episode of Watchmen, and she's like, you know what? When I get home from work, sometimes I don't want to think about the Tulsa race riots. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's and, why. That's why I have not been able to get. Uh, into everyone Watchmen. is wrong. You have to watch that show. It's so good. It becomes so much more than just that to begin with, but. I, but wanna, also, but yeah. also, I understand. Also, I understand not just wanting to turn your brain off and not think about how terrible the world is for five minutes. I've been watching Ducktales when I get home from <laughs> like work. literally all Watchmen watch does that. is that. It's it's great. no, like it, it, it just shines from a light there. on how the world is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it evolves from just being terrible for race reasons. It becomes terrible oh, just for because, yeah. other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it just becomes terrible about the logistics of giant blue dildos. I mean, that's the least terrible thing about that show. I think. <laughs> now I come home from work. I put on Ducktales. And you, dude i get it and man. i shut down for a few minutes i just watch something that allows me to not remember that i live in this planet on i'm this just planet. gonna go home and watch martyrs if that's cool that sounds right <laughs> although speaking of ducktales uh, to bring this back around i've been reading the comics yeah they're great i've heard they're fantastic you they're should really try great. watching like ducktales instead when you go home <laughs> just, to see, just take a night off <laughs> see if, see how it goes i can never <laughs> yeah i know you <laughs> take can. a night off I mean, like, I, I, I still watch the, like, I'll watch the news and go, well, that was terrible. Let's put on DuckTales. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or just watching DuckTales while you read the news. So you kind of like almost bounce it out in a weird way. It's just like, or you just make DuckTales awful forever. I'm not sure what happens. This is, this is now a DuckTales you, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Woo Woo. We should order some duck. Oh, God. That's horrifying. Oh, no. It's just DuckTales, guys. Just DuckTales. <laughs> Ew. Just some, eating some feathers. That's the part of the duck you don't want to eat. Yeah, duck butt. Yeah, and pig feet. Anyway, anywho, Casey, we're low, we're tell very... us about Excalibur, please. Yes, let's let's podcast. move on to some some uh, some fun uh, X Men and the occult. Sure. Uh, I keep looking for my copy, and then I realize you're holding. I'm my holding copy. it. This book was I stole it from you. Crazy. Uh, it was yeah. fun. So it's it Excalibur, uh, number five by Teeny Howard and Marcus Toe. Um, and yeah, so basically we, we left off and their uh, apocalypse showed up with this crazy crystal and uh, they're trying to break. Yeah. Trying to get Richter they're, to get more they're crystals. They're trying to get more yes. crystals. From Richter. So, so apocalypse blue brought dad. Richter into the, uh, <laughs> into the mix. Love and, me some uh, blue dad. Literally <laughs> opens up with uh, um, a gambit about to fall to his death. So Richter uses these, these crazy magic crystals to save him. And uh, manages to do so. So then, uh, you know, the, the, basically by fighting Otherworld, they have unleashed Otherworld into London. So There's just monsters everywhere. The veil right? has thinned and there are monsters. It's just like a Hydra and not like a cool, like, like Nazi Hydra, like a Hydra Hydra, like a... Like a think, Lovecraftian Hydra. Like a Lovecraftian Hydra. I would argue that that's the cooler Hydra. I mean, this is much, this is much cooler. <laughs> yeah. Cool is not the word I should have used. This is a much cooler Hydra. But it is setting London aflame. That is It's accurate. just Hydras with Baron Von Strucker's heads. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I, I also there's a really good uh, Smiths quote in here. Like uh, Gambit goes like, uh, "Oh yeah, like we didn't get enough uh, fun panicking in the streets of London." And Richter's like, "Okay, well at least we can get along with bands. We can." <laughs> well, he did have a band. girlfriend in a coma for a few issues. <laughs> he still has a girlfriend <laughs> yeah, in a coma. Oh, right, yeah, he yeah. still does. Yeah. <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you got you got to find uh, Bojo Dixon's cover of that song. I do. It's you fantastic. keep telling me, and I cannot wait. My girlfriend is in a coma. Yeah, that's, that's a Smith song. song. It's oh. a Smith song. Girlfriend in a coma. You would like the Smiths. Do you okay. have you not listened to the Smiths? I'm, oh, don't, I, don't do that to him. <laughs> Isn't I mean, that band basically made for Archie? I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, right? Okay. I have I have some CDs to give you. <laughs> CDs are <laughs> grandma. Yeah. Exactly. That's. I, o- I only have I only have a track. <laughs> Well, the tables have turned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. There's this thing called Spotify. <laughs> well, I do. I do have the LPs. I think, or my boyfriend does, so I can bring those. But I don't know if RJ has a record player. Again, because he's not. Well, all right. Well, I, I would. I wouldn't want to dis record lend players. records to RJ because he'll sell them for comics. <laughs> As we've learned. Yes. As we've learned. <laughs> Anywho, it's a fun little Smiths tangent. So, so your Smiths albums Lord. to hit, to Casey. <laughs> to my boyfriend and then we just keep going back around (laughs) so then we go to the girlfriend in a coma and she's uh she's she's in a a magic dreamland and it's a good way to put it she got this cool ass fire dog she's got fire dog it's like a fire wolf that's like that's following her i want one and yeah it's rachel spoiler i was gonna get to that what not. i mean it's kind of a spoiler it's a spoiler for like 10 pages ahead i was gonna get to so basically we find out (laughs) well you did did you read the issue <laughs> oh, I get it now because she's she's a hound. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So, so basically, there it th- there's been this dream world that she's in where she's got this little like like spirit guide that is a dog. We find out later in the who issue, has a sword again. Yeah. Very cool dog. It's it's uh it's Rachel Summers uh who is spirit guiding her through her her coma um to get to where she needs to go to save the the planet. And uh, but the the dream uh goes terribly when she gets to this like. Uh, Easter Island that's all just sentinel heads and then it turns into apocalypse and she's just she's having a bad time she's having um, a bad trip in this weird but magic the, coma it's really cool though like the, the, the art for it is like phenomenal Dude, it's the, like, this issue was hectic oh my god like so, I think that's a great like it was really really well done but it was it is chaos intense, yeah. it was nuts it is it's, it's all the shit hitting the fan at once yeah it's, pretty much yeah <laughs> oh my god so yeah then and then uh, we get back to Jubilee and, and apocalypse kind of talking about like why is this happening Happening. It's like, oh, because your son Shogo, the magic dragon, uh, broke the barrier. <laughs> Shogo, <laughs> the puff. magic Sh- dragon. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would do it. Shogo, yeah. the magic dragon, puff. <laughs> yeah, basically, his mag- his fire just went like, just broke everything. He broke, apparently. He broke, he broke the, the... To be fair, he's he is a baby. So <laughs> he didn't know. He, he has didn't. no idea what he's yeah, doing. But he broke the, the, the veil between the worlds, so now it's all... Now monsters. Yep. No, no, there's monsters. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so basically, and then we get some more Gambit and, and Rogue. It's basically, uh, Apocalypse, um, you know, gets, finds out that, you pretty uh, much, yeah, you pretty much find out this is all Apocalypse's plan. It's all Apocalypse's plan. It was his plan to use Rogue to, to make his portal work because he wants a portal to Otherworld and he can't figure out how to use it. So then Rogue kind of gets trapped in it and, he's, and so uh, he's using her energy to like open the portal. And he needed those crystals with the energy to them, but Richter it. messed up because yeah. he, he used one of them. Exactly. Yeah. He yeah it's just like, it's like those were the bones made from like ancient, like mutants and then like i can't just have more of those those are like <laughs> older than me like you dumb 
yeah. dumb piece of shit. You upset <laughs> Blue Dad. And then we also <laughs> find out that Gambit called a telepath to nudge Rogue to the I right. I wonder who it was. Yes, that was a spoiler. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, so so and then and the apocalypse is like, you friggin' idiot. Like, this has been orchestrated perfectly. She can't get any help. Like, and he's like, like oh, so he, you did put my girlfriend in a coma. Yeah, Thanks well, he's a like, lot. like, this was orchestrated to like, like the serious. second over thousands of years. <laughs> and like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, Bitch. yeah. I meddled in your Deal plans, Apocalypse. Apocalypse is like, you just don't understand the complexity yeah. of this plan. He just wants yeah. to backhand every single person in this issue. Oh, He's yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. is so fed up with Gambit shit right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to Dream World, and Dream World's getting crazy, and the wolf, a wolf has uh, dragged her to the proper door. And then and then she realizes that it is Rachel. She's like, uh, is that why you're here? Are you looking out for me, girl? It's like, I really appreciate you showing up and carefully. Uh, Real carefully and not frying my brain's misprestige. <laughs> it's like, what, is Rachel a bad name for a dog? So she figures out that it's her, and then she goes to the portal, and she she sits down on the throne, and then it just explodes. It's just insanity. Um, so then we go back to, uh, it's uh, Apocalypse is, is really fed up with Gambit, and then just, like, breaks him. Just Be- just beats just the hell out of him. Punches him into the ground. And uh, you will remember that he's still Apocalypse and Gambit does not have any kind of strength power. So he's like going to murder him. <laughs> uh, it'd be like if Apocalypse punched one of us into the ground. Uh, Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Apocalypse daddy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's blue daddy. Blue d- he's, well, th- there's, uh, there's been this kind of trend on x twitter of people calling him blue dad (laughs) (laughs) and i like it it is it's true yeah um so yeah the the shit keeps hitting the fan it's it's bad and then rogue comes out of the portal with a new costume with a new costume which is pretty rad basically she's like like, you're dead meat apocalypse and he's like you're perfect and she seems to have some extra power yes because she uh she puts a hurt on Apocalypse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she throttles him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She throttles him and then basically starts like taking his, siphoning his power. And he's like, yes, please. You need to do this. Kill me. Like, you have to kill me. He like, he's, he likes it. Yes. He's like, keep oh, going. Please take kill my me. life. Oh, yeah. Take my life. Take my power. <laughs> kill me, rogue. He's saying complete, complete the ritual. The ritual. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, he's into it. And she does. And she's like, oh, man, that was crazy, guys. That was we almost got killed. That was, I'm really sorry. He told me to kill him, but I, you know, I killed him. This is kind of all off screen. And they're yeah, talking. Yep. They're all looking at her like, like yeah, they, uh, they all have like faces of dread. And then we got a, a big splash page at the end. And we have a and she's the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that she's would have been. Oh, she's yes. Rita Repulsive. That's the only way this comic uh, could have gotten better. She's Apocalypse. She's glowing. Rogue Apocalypse. Rogue Apocalypse. She's glowing blue and she's got the, the the mouth thing. I don't know if I can yeah. handle a rogue apocalypse. I prefer my apocalypse is very organized. <laughs> yeah, you should because you don't know what's going to happen now. Oh my god. Yeah. So now she's rogue with this new magical power plus apocalypse's power. Yeah. So she is going to be crazy And strong. she opened the portal up, to Otherworld that Apocalypse was trying to open. So I don't for, know. For some reason. We don't actually what know What is why. going on? Well, yeah. I think he just wants to siphon their power. That's to probably, yeah, she power. like unlocked God mode. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I did QD right there. Bam. Done. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You like that? That is total recall is what that is. <laughs> That's a dude but, reference but for all as, you guys out there. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Did you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, but no, I, uh, I, someone else pointed out that like this is all happening while Apocalypse is just having that nice dinner with the, with Magneto and Xavier. So I don't actually know what the continuity so is. So is he right not now. actually there? I don't know what's going oh, on. I don't know if that's just bad continuity or if there's two apocalypses. Apocalypti? Well, this technically did happen after... Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe Wait, no. What's back- the reading order in the back? Is he going back and forth? Yeah, so it's X-Men number four and then Marauders number five and then Excalibur five, but he's been in this fight the whole time. He didn't well, have they- time to just go off Wolverine's to- been on like 17... I know. I know. He's also in gates. two pieces. But the whole He's right also now. Blue Dad. <laughs> Yeah, they have gates. They can well, the pop whole, back and forth. I guess, but the whole yeah. point of Dawn of X is that it's supposed to be really cohesive and not supposed to have that kind of overlap. But uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's a. But maybe here it's we a, are. Here we are. I don't know if we can say overlap if we don't know when it's happening. <laughs> I mean, it, it's also X Men. Yeah, so there like, are portals all over the planet, so you could just also, be like X Men could have happened like way like maybe before Excalibur for some reason. I just reason. I, I would know. love it if like he. He's like gets to a part in the fighting where he just has a suit on. <laughs> no, no, he just comes he, out. He's out in of the middle of world. fighting a Hydra in the middle of London. He's just like, pardon me, I'd go eat some wagyu beef with Magneto, and then just like hops into a portal and then comes back ten minutes later in a suit. It's <laughs> <laughs> tailored. I feel if anyone could do it, it would be Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It is. What he it is. is. But I just, I Apocalypse. only did this book because the final page, just like that's the one. That was yeah, my, crazy. that was my shredder. Green Ranger moment. Yeah. It's just like what? Yeah, no, I, I, what? I, I, I read I read these books back to back. That's oh, a, yeah. some so good it was reveals. Like, I was like, it's just the same fucking book. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is. But was it? It wasn't Apocalypse Rogue, <laughs> right? Yeah, but like Green Ranger Shredder, pretty close, pretty close. <laughs> regarding their universes. <laughs> uh, so two powerful dudes combining forces. Two powerful dudes. It's just two guys. Just, just, just two guys. It's just two brothers. Just two, brothers. <laughs> two blue dads. Two blue dads. It's just two blue dads. A tale of two blue dads. <laughs> By two blue dads. Uh, beautiful. Uh, All right, RJ. All right. So unlike Sean, I will jump into a series that's already well, you've twelve co- issues in. You've been covering Red. Yeah, Sun yeah, yeah. We're caught up. It's fair. Yeah. There's yeah. Talking Heads. It's. I get it. I know what's going talking on. Talking Heads. Red Sonia Twelve. Dumb. There's dumb warlords. You may ask yourself, how did I get here? <laughs> this is not my beautiful Red Sonia. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's, uh, I'm out, guys. <laughs> by Mark Russell and Mirko Kolak. It's the final issue in the storyline. So. Oh snap! Nice. Oh boy. So um, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't already at the top of the show. Just, just in case. Yeah. Double spoilers. <laughs> so it opens up on uh, Sonia telling the uh, her troops to cut grass in a certain way. And it's really dry grass, so the cavalry starts coming in, and they're just lighting everything on fire to divert the horses away from the bridge because the because the, the whole final battle is going to take place on this bridge, and they're, like, bottlenecking them. So the cavalry charge comes in, and they immediately start falling off onto the cliffs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, the, the one guy goes up to, the, to Dragon, the warlord, and he's like, uh, you just lost your whole cavalry. He's like, I'll have to get a new one when I come back. 
<laughs> new one when I'm back in town. Go to the cavalry store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one cavalry, please. <laughs> and then the, so the, the troops, the foot troops start making it onto the bridge and they like, lo- they're looking in the cracks and Red Sonia's troops are like hidden under, like, like tucked away in cracks of the bridge and they're like spearing them up. And so clearly her, her plan has, uh, is pretty effective so far. Um, and then, uh, it, it cuts to the guy who was made, uh, king of the, of the town and he cut off his nose to appease the warlord. And he's like in the middle of executing, uh, he's like in the middle of like reading off a list of people who are going to be executed in this, this pot of anguish. <laughs> and they're like, what's in the pot? And he's like, pray you don't find out. But then... The the warlord needs extra troops because he's getting his butt handed to him by Sonya. So, the he calls in reinforcements. So they take all his troops, and he's like, "You're I'm, you're leaving me pretty defenseless." And then the the people he's about to be executed, he's like, "All right, let's continue." And then they just they they put him in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. As you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And some uh, craft anguish, some blue box. <laughs> You know? Yeah. If you make blue box wrong, it might as well be anguish. Yeah. It's a very special way to make blue box. <laughs> oh my god. Saying. It's an art. I love this conversation. Otherwise it's just powdered sugar on noodles. <laughs> or powdered cheese on noodles. It's disgusting. It's got a lot of sugar in it too, to be well, fair. There you go, see? That's Anywho. Funny. The uh so th- the warlord is like released berserker, so there's these these people he's had like kept in cages that are kind of like uh just i guess slaves but they're they're kind of uh i don't know they're just they're brutes Mon- monstrous berserkers yeah. i guess it's, yeah uh, yeah I don't, uh, I don't know how to describe that i mean berserkers so he's like they're just happy to be outside <laughs> oh, that's good that's, and that's uh good. they're they're like we don't have the cavalry. It's like we want to just put them on, put them on the war elephants. So like they're on these elephants, Sweet. berserkers on elephants. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, it flashes back to the kingdom, where uh, the the servant has gone up to the queen and the prophet and said that the you know the warlord's losing, and they're like, should we s- dispatch aid? And they're like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't they don't care. But then it goes to the sun like lying in bed and um he he's the one who is still loyal to his father and he found out that his mother is like you know off like sleeping with the prophet and they've orchestrated this whole thing to get rid of him um and then uh mark russell is doing a uh a second series that is going to coincide with the the second arc of this book that is the sun story and it's his killing red and it's killing red sonia so I'm really excited for that. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. All right. And then it it goes back to the 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 battle and um the menace who was the the captured king um who we went to get reinforcements last time. His his army starts arriving and the warlords are like, "Oh, thank God your men arrived after all." And then they start revolting, and he's like, "What? What's happening?" <laughs> they they showed up just to revolt, and then and, and he's like, "Menace!" And he turns around, and he's like, "I hereby resign my post in the in the Zamorin Empire," and he's like running away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then there's uh, there's these two guards. And he, he calls, he's like, guards. He's like, all right, form a defensive perimeter. Uh, and they're like, against the cavalry? And he's like, you, do you want your families to be murdered? And he's like, you got to protect me. So the one guard panics and stabs him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I, I panic. So, the, so, the, so Dragon just gets stabbed and like kicked onto the ground. <laughs> this is all falling apart for everybody except for Red Sonia, huh? Oh, yeah. I guess that's kind of, that's kind of the and, idea, right? And it, and it ends with, uh, with Red Sonia finally, finally meeting the, or like finally, you know, squaring off against Dragon, but he doesn't, he's like just, on the ground and he's already dead yeah he's pretty much and uh so he's like all right it's like i do this for mercy it's like mercy it's like mercy for everyone else the curse dies with you and she just mercs him so there you go, there you go. <laughs> it uh I, I don't know i this story was great i i love that it had a 12 issue build up because i i'm not a big fan of like one or two issue storylines and yeah. i thought having it like a whole big war was was really cool. Oh yeah, and there's the ad on the back for Killing Red Sonia. Yep, coming in March. Found it, especially for Red Sonia, because uh, I haven't read like a terrible amount, but the few things I've read, the story arcs don't last that long. So yeah, it seems like uh, for every like they'll either have miniseries with just like a writer for a couple issues that they leave, or yeah. it'll be like the same writer but they just want two or three issue story arc. This is the best series I've read since the Kale Simone stuff. So yeah. neat. Yep. All right. Awesome. Call Mark Russell. So that's, uh, that's top picks. Sure is. So which one of these top stories do we want to do well, first? Well, let's do Turtles because that would have been your top pick. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's oh, man. dive right into the Turtleverse. Turtles. Was mm-hmm. this book good? It was. Uh, spoiler alert. Yes, it was. Also, <laughs> listen to find out. Sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. Especially this first page. But you, yeah. I God. mean, so I've been reading through stuff uh, since I started at one after we read 100 and i've enjoyed it immensely yeah i i've been i've been enjoying um a, a, every week you have like you've gotten way further in the- <laughs> yeah now i'm like caught up with all the hardcovers now so i'm just waiting for the next one to come out oh cool yeah so but i'm still like 20 issues behind um from this stuff but but didn't you read all of city at war it did. So you're caught up. <laughs> there was stuff leading up to City of War, though. Yeah, there's, there's like two big storylines I haven't read. Uh, like the okay. Triceratons. Yeah, Tricer- which I really want to read, and the Dimension X stuff. Yeah, the Dimension X so, uh, miniseries was phenomenal. Um, and the Trial of Krang. Yes. But th- there's so many... Th- <laughs> there's so many characters... Like, sure. s- there's so many smaller characters that I love that the series does a great job of just expanding on the, yeah like they all get a one shot like mondo gecko yes yeah, just my who has chameleon powers yeah just making shit but up it's right mondo now. gecko yeah yeah i don't know what the hell why is he about. a chameleon and uh the, the stuff they did with worm i thought was really interesting the uh thing that is just a bunch of worms Sean, yeah it's Sean, just are they planarians just, are they just yeah. with us is that earthworm jim what are we talking about <laughs> Dude, these are all we're, these are all action about... figures in the original can we talk about the turtles book that we have that we've all read because I, this one at least made sense. <laughs> it's just a turtles podcast now. They're, they're, All right. They already have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, about that. <laughs> um, just wanted to lighten the mood before we get to two splash pages of people crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Only, 
Yeah. <laughs> Jenica's like, yeah. I ain't no bitch. I ain't crying. Well, of all the people that would probably not cry, is probably the one who's known him for the least amount of time. But I mean, he was her boss for but not a while. Her dad. True. It's be like if my if my boss cried, I'd be sad. Well, this is a bad example because I hate my dad. <laughs> if your boss cried, you'd be sad. I'd be sad. I cried, like my boss. Not died. Died. What I say? You said cried. cried. Oh, cried. Sorry. That'd be a bad. weird thing. That'd be. <laughs> I would also. Cried, be, I, I mean, would I, be sad. I, you know what? You know, I'd be pretty sad if your boss died. I've known him a long time. Exactly. I'd be pretty sad. But theoretically, if someone's dad died, you'd be sadder. Not my dad. This is a bad example for me personally. Uh, I don't want to get into. <laughs> Oh, because, oh, my turtle's rant in the beginning was totally, <laughs> totally ill-placed. Yeah, right? I'm just saying. I'm just as confused in both of the conversations, guys. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying lost, their dad say. died, her uh, boss died. It's that's true. They're bo- they, that's we, what I'm we saying. We got a bunch of sad turtles. They're all sad. And well, boss is kind of the wrong word for it. He was her mentor. master. Mentor. Yeah, and mentor. Right. Pepperoni isn't crying. So. Pepperoni doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> He's basically a puppy. Yeah. Uh, pepperoni out of How this. come pepperoni doesn't age? No, I think um, pepperoni's just... Just uh, ages slowly. She's um, a species of dinosaur that doesn't get very big. Like that's uh, she's not a baby triceratops? Because I no. just thought she was a baby triceratops. She's something else. They do say what she is, I think. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. She's a pepperoni dinosaur. I was I was reading an interview with Sophie Campbell, and she said that specifically, like she picked a a, a species of dinosaur that will that's like forever. Tiny. Gotcha. Also, like they changed her diet to pizza, and I I feel like that thing would just die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't. I mean, also them. Like, I don't know what the. She's also like cold. I mean, I guess they're all cold blooded because they're all <laughs> reptiles. Because I, I had that thought in this issue. I was like, she's cold-blooded. She shouldn't be out in the snow. But I was well, like, neither should Raph. But that's why they why they gave one of the most adorable things in this issue. She had a coat yeah, on she the whole time. Pepperoni yeah. had a freaking it's park adorable. on and it was adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, but we got it. We'll, right, get, well, we'll we get just there. really tangled this whole well, either thing. Either way. They, anyway, so so yeah. we, we open up with, with the funeral of Splinter. Um, Hamato Yoshi. And uh, his grave just gets a big stick. (laughs) Were they making a pun for us, please? With his headstone? Um, I don't know. What does this headstone say? It's it's just a stick. It's just a big stick. (laughs) A giant splinter. I think it's just his stick. That's probably like his staff. Yeah, it's probably just a traditional way to mark the grave. I mean, it will give you splinters. God, the art in this is just so good. We're moving on. So the news, uh, the n- there's a but, uh, news. but anyway, um, it cuts to this mayor guy who seems who's a bad guy. But right? real, b- b- stuff. before we get there, um, the <laughs> last the last panel of of Splinter's funeral is Raph throwing his red bandana on yep. him. Yeah, he is. Never quitting. seen that before. He's <laughs> he's <laughs> done with Clan Hamato. Yep, he don't give a yeah, for he's, the five hundred ninetieth time. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one seems a little bit more final. So yeah, so we get we get Baxter kind of on TV explaining how they're dealing with the whole mutant problem, and he's, it's uh, not great. They just put him in a in a wall. There's <laughs> wall. They're, they're they built a wall. They built they built a wall. Hey. Everyone, we're gonna move on. Six yeah, they one. built this big containment wall, and they're fast tracking mutant registration. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. They're 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 accomplishing what fascist America and Marvel couldn't in like six months. Yeah. It's impressive. Hey, man, when you're a supervillain and a mayor, come on, you can get shit done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, this is kind of what I was afraid of. Yeah. Right. Uh, so basically, they're rounding up all of the newly mutated. Um, New Which Yorkers. Those poor people are just went to I mean, a some of them, political rally. It, it kind of depends on, on you kind of 
there's a lottery like right? the innocents you know the people who all right, right i guess the like, people who are just in like the vicinity not necessarily at the political rally itself right just are now like bugs and possums and yeah shit. but like 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 there are, there are there's some good mutations like you could you could like you're, get something that's beneficial yeah. or you're just a slug you know yeah. like deal with it yeah it sucks to be you but yeah so, so they're 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 rounding up all of the mutated new yorkers they're quarantining them in this this walled in area of new york it's like the ground zero it's and like they're the, trying the to dmz yeah. Yeah. and then and then they're arresting all of the still human people in that area and quarantining them mm-hmm. and and apprehending them until right? yeah because yeah. because they don't know if this is if this is contagious they don't know what yeah, yeah. How, and raphael's batman really made a mess yeah oh yeah big mess raphael's just batman he looks so much like slash in this it's pretty great he does <laughs> and i can't i can't overstate how adorable pepperoni is <laughs> right but anyway, so it's, it's lone wolf and cub but batman right well we cut <laughs> to turtles. six months later um <laughs> it looks like it looks like most of the guys are back at the farmhouse um yeah, I think th- in yeah, is a gardener floor. and mikey just cares about his cat yeah, they've all, they've all got their own um, coping mechanisms that yeah. they're, that they're dealing yeah, with. Yeah, Raph is just freaking Batman. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and the, this whole thing's being narrated by Donnie. Kind yeah, of it's in Donnie's journal. What's going on? So you're getting really filled in on the last six months because there's a little time jump. Here. I I really like Leo's greenhouse. Yeah, I mean, so does Leo. Because he can't yeah, do anything else. Because he doesn't right. want to be. Yeah, well, he was the leader, and now his dad died. I feel really so. bad for for Mikey because he just regressed. Oh yeah, like he oh. just got this cat, and He's all he does. Is... I, and I like how Donnie's like, I need to re- do more research on like support, like um... to see if it's helping. Well, support. no, no, uh, what's animals. it called? Therapy animals. Ther- therapy yeah. animals, because yeah, sometimes they're like people overuse it nowadays. It's always the funniest who are the saddest. <laughs> yeah, Mikey's like. I feel. I feel yeah, so he, bad. That's he, like he that's can't the, even get out that's of the reason that people yeah. really need therapy. Animals. Exactly. Like that's like the real reason they exist. Yeah. Yeah. And then. um April's we we cut to April's apartment, which is beautifully drawn. Beautifully and drawn it's trash. A freaking disaster. <laughs> it, lo- it looks like my living room right now. <laughs> I don't want to say If I'm going to be real. Uh, I, I just looking around. Like, Christmas just was a tornado that went through my house. She's got the little Christmas tree plug in. I am like 90% sure I have one of those. Like that exact thing. I still like oh, the box. Yeah. The box had, just like, titled Turtle one. Stuff. Yeah. yeah turtle yeah. Stuff. Mm. I have that same box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. But she's just like, and then the whole time I kind of like the voiceover. It's like basically like he's saying, I wish April would come by more. She seemed like she was our rock and like without her, like everyone's just kind of like scattered. This is just sad. And then, and then Jenica has been kind of commuting back and forth from the farmhouse to the city. Just by hopping on a freight train, which is pretty rad. It is pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't feel like she can be home with them. She can't sit still. She can't sit there and mourn because she's like, I got to do something i have to yeah. fix this i have, I to, have to help to fix help. something i have to yeah. help somebody because there's people that need me but also the turtles need her so she's yeah she's doesn't want, do she doesn't want to abandon them exactly but yeah. she's you know, also not abandoning new york and then uh alapex has started her own little soup kitchen because she's in the best character. town yeah she's yeah cool. she's yeah. the I only one that's actually helping anyone i mean I guess raf is too but she's like legitimately helping the city after she's it's been Talk about, talk, talk about Emma Frost syndrome. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I mean, this this book is perfect for characters that switch between good and evil. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. They're, I mean, they're all over the place. Alapex is great. I love how she's drawn here. Um, I think the art throughout is fantastic. Yeah. yeah uh, Sophie well, killed it. One of the things we were talking to Sophie about um, in our interview is she said that um, when she does... Like when when she did the first story arc in the farmhouse, mm-hmm. she did like an architectural drawing of 
the farmhouse in 3D, like in SketchUp. Hmm. Ah. And then for background, she'll position it where she needs it, like or certain oh, rooms, cool. and then she can just kind of snap there. that as that's the background. That's really smart. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. brilliant. Yeah. Maybe and I, I'm seeing a lot of that here. There's a lot of really great architecture and like great spatial awareness in this. Yeah, that's cool. But um, so yeah, so Alapex has a soup kitchen. Um, every now and again, it looks like Raph comes in and just eats a bowl of soup and then goes back out to uh, being Bat Turtle, bash some heads. Yeah, <laughs> because it looks like the the, the mutanimals are are growing as a gang and they're they're trying. They're in charge. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're like they're this, the they're kind of the police of in like the town. DMZ area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, and they're they're quote unquote controlling who gets like resources and exactly. like like rations, but they're also taking too much for themselves. This exactly. kind of just feels like hot what Hob wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah, one hundred percent. I just like how Jenica walks in and just immediately says hi to Pepperoni, and then Raph just like gives her the cold shoulder, but like she's just like, oh hey, what's up, Pepperoni? Like I love <laughs> yeah. it. Love it. Um, we also find out that there's a lot of orphan children mutants. Mm. Yeah, who were oh, just that kind was of horrible. Abandoned. Like oh, parents yeah. just had a, an orphan, or a, a mutated baby, and they'll just leave it on the corner. They're like, it's "Well, like, this isn't my son anymore." Oh, yeah, God, yeah, it's horrible. It's 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 definitely like. And this one even looked like the turtles too, the one that's kind of yeah. I don't know what kind of creature that's supposed yeah. to be, but it looks like a turtle. I also really like a lot of these background characters. Like, oh, there's, absolutely. There's this mouse lady serving soup. Mm-hmm. Um, people seem happy too. Like that's the other thing. Like the people helping out. Yeah, like there's this hippo who seems to be enjoying his cup yeah, of cocoa. Yeah, <laughs> eating with a deer and an alligator and fox. Yeah, what a what an interesting group of and a little animals. bunny family. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't get why they all just turn into random animals. Like yeah, because you were saying it's uh, animals that they're in close proximity to, but then you have a hippo, and right. how did that? Yeah. Happen? This was something different, I think. This, this is, is a different version of the ooze. Like uh, yeah, uh, the ooze works differently in different iterations of the turtles, mm. and I don't know how this one works because like um, it's all over the map. It is all yeah. over the map because because uh, April uses it to cure her father's Alzheimer's. Yeah, and at one point, uh, weird. his stroke or it was a stroke. Yeah, yeah, because he had like mild dementia. Yeah, it's also. Krang uses it to just give Shredder, like, keep his body immortal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's it a bunch seems, of stuff. It, it seems almost like a dos ex machina that just is convenient well, for whatever storyline they need. Yeah. Because, well, like, then there's, uh, like, you know, making animals like the turtles, but then there's also turning people into animals. Yeah, like, like Hob, Hob was a cat. He was always yeah. been a cat, and then the turtles have always been turtles. But then, like you have, these you have like um, people turning uh, into animals. What's his name? The the hermit crab. Herman. Herman oh, was originally a person, and then Slash um, was dumb until he got Splinter's blood. Right. It's all <laughs> for, for some reason. Splinter's blood was the reason why the mutation worked, but then that clearly isn't the case for whatever happened to everyone else and jenica yeah yeah it, it's very it, fast, fast and loose with yeah the, it it works for when it it's works it's almost like the science but then is also in a teenage mutant ninja turtles gone. but then also the s- splinter and the turtles I'm are quiet you <laughs> but then also the splinter and the turtles are the way they are because they're reincarnated samurai it's okay because yeah. um so it's turtles yeah it's turtles we don't need to dive into shut this. up it's turtles it doesn't matter <laughs> it's okay it doesn't matter so we'll circle back to the orphan so so Jenica follows this this little orphan like she's like a little white turtle. Yeah, thing. And happens upon a platypus and a raccoon trying to mug that somebody. Has animals. a has an M 
on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah so uh, so Hob uh, has a, a cool new logo now, I guess. Yeah. That's what it seems like, yep. So these guys, they're like, where'd you get all that food? You shouldn't have that much food, because this like lizard lady has this backpack full of food. Mm-hmm. And then Jenica uh, beats him up. Beats the heck out of him. Yeah. Pretty handily, too. And then we find out that this lizard lady is Mona Lisa, who is a character from the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, neat. Cool. Did not know that. Yeah. I, I, thought, I only knew that because you guys were talking about it at the shop. I just thought yeah. she was badass. He's like, oh, did they? Did you? He's like, I did steal this food because I'm just, a, <laughs> I was just trying to help people out. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I can't do nothing because I'm a good, good person. Yeah. Because she was like an engineering student and she can't go to school now, now because she's a lizard. She's a lizard yeah. And so she's like, yeah, I have to keep helping people. And the, the least I could do is just steal food. She's, she's also just, but awesome. she has like feathers. Yeah. She's like a bird lizard thing. I don't know. What's I don't going know what's on here, going man. on. I thought those are spikes. No, but like her hair, no, her is, hair like is like feathers. But some lizards had feathers mm. historically. Yeah, raptors Dino- had feathers. Dinosaurs. There's also not uh, lizards. Dinosaurs. Well, dinosaurs were lizards. D- sure, yeah. but <laughs> there's also a conversation with Jenica and her about uh, Jenica missing going to uh, concerts and and crocheting. Yeah, and crocheting. <laughs> but uh, Mona Lisa talks about how there's still like concerts and stuff There's and like mutant I, club bands. I feel like it's just we Bebop and Rocksteady because well, no, they they were in a band. they were in a van. Yeah. Oh my god, I hope it is Bebop. They're pretty much just talking about like underground like clubs that if the mutandals find out they'll shut them down, which reminds me of like ninety percent of the shows that Casey goes to. Yeah, yeah. it's one hundred percent. And Casey, it's like kind of the same idea. Ask a punk. Yeah. How, that, how, ask a mutanimal. That seems to be what no, it's the yeah. opposite of asking mutanimal. I mean yeah, it's ask a mutant. <laughs> I want to go to one of these shows. <laughs> A mutant punk band? A mutant punk show? It's yeah, gotta be yeah. Bebop You gotta stay about. out of that bit, though. You don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, Good depends God. what kind of animal you are, yeah, you I guess. You bump into like, uh, someone with spikes or spines. or. Speaking of which, as yeah. they're having this lovely conversation. So, but, but we have this nice meet-cute with um, Jenica and, and Mona Lisa. They're kind of hitting it off. Yeah, I kind of hope there are a couple. I'm seeing some sparks here. Well, Jenica's still pretty mad at Casey for just like leaving her because she's a turtle. Yeah, what did you do, Casey? (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What did I do? But I I, I like the character design of Mona Lisa. You can see that she had to augment her glasses to fit her new face. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Well, she is an engineer, so it makes sense. Yeah, but like they, they both have this conversation about how they they both have to kind of learn how to use their new bodies mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of an interesting yeah. spin it is and yeah. they both want to they have this need almost to help people they want they can't just like not and i think that. that they're clicking specifically because like yeah like jenica's like she has this whole like story about Lara. you know she's she's explaining that like uh, i can't really rally cry the other turtles to come back to the city and help because like I'm not one of them. I'm this she's outsider. She's not a Hamato. Yeah, she, yeah. She, like right. I'm this outsider that like I like I I I know they care about me, but like I I it's not my place. You know what yeah. I mean? And and also that like they've been mute. They were turtles that were mutated into ninjas, and she's a person that was mutated into a turtle. So like ultimately they they can't understand her either. Right. So it's this like total disconnect. But like finally she has somebody that she can talk to about that, about what it's like to be human and then suddenly have your life uprooted. And yeah. I like how Mona Lisa is like, yeah, this it's kind of incredible too. Like, yeah, I'm a lizard now, but it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So she's very, uh, look on the bright side type of person. So right. She probably had nothing going on when, before she was, <laughs> I coming. mean, she was an engineer. Sounds like she was yeah. a promising exactly. engineering student. He's like, thank yeah. God. No, yeah. Well, it seems like a, it's my a, life was going nowhere before uh, I became a lizard. It's a perfect person for 
for Jenna going to run into right now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and I and I think this is this is kind of a good story for uh, Sophie Campbell specifically to jump into because she's kind of uh, she's known for writing queer stories yeah exactly so, so uh, to talk about like a transitioning body from the pr- from the perspective of a person who has plus, or is, i'm not sure exactly sense, but like yeah. or somebody who may, might not feel at home in the biological yeah. body I mean, that yeah, she I, was given uh, sophie is a trans woman yes exactly so that, that that's a that's an interesting perspective to have on this story absolutely but sure. she's also written a lot of queer stories yeah prior yeah. so it's it I'm interested to I, I, I want this to be I, yeah I, I specifically want, want her thing? to write Jenica like I want her yes. to like give that voice you know like and, I'm excited for her to write the whole story but like Jenica's voice interests me the most and, and this relationship I'm yes I'm, and I'm this interested in. well Jenica's yeah. getting a micro series awesome yeah that I will read like that hopefully gonna... there's a lot of Mona Lisa in it <laughs> yes yeah. and right now it looks like they she might be the focus of the book at least to start yeah the well her, is, her all the other ones are just kind of catatonic pretty much yeah, yeah her optimism is a nice anchor to exactly the turtles mm-hmm. okay, so we we end with it looks like the mutanimals went and found a friend who is a porcupine a very large he angry looks, he looks serious he looks yeah. serious he's probably just misunderstood <laughs> no, he looks mad. He doesn't even have pupils, man. I like the character design of this it's, platypus guy. Dude, the too. platypus looks freaking dope. <laughs> it just makes me miss Ocho, who died. We, we we get a sneak peek of next month's issue, and there's some there's some body language between oh, yeah. Jenica oh, and, yeah. and Mona Lisa. For sure. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm shipping it. I'm shipping that couple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only one. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really liking this. I'm glad we're finally here. I've been looking forward to this this storyline for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this seems like a great jumping on point too for for a lot of people. I just like that, me that, too. that she's writing and drawing it, so she has like kind of full control. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The art was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Super waiting to see when stuff. it was great. It's waiting to see when Angel's gonna come back. <laughs> it's all you I care. and Angel, man. <laughs> she's best. <laughs> so yeah, so that's Turtles One Hundred One. Uh, great book. Yeah, really liked it. Um, I like I like this version of Raph a lot. Yo, Bat Raph. I'll, Bat I'll Raph. The hell out of Batman Raph all day. <laughs> <laughs> I sounds, like his. That's awesome. Too. I like his relationship with Alapex. Yeah, I just think it's great because you got Batman, Pepperoni's Robin, and Alapex <laughs> is like almost like Alfred. <laughs> it's great. Pepperoni it's needs so like good little shorts. Dude, just a cape. Oh, be so good. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in. Great. All right. New mutants. New mutants number five. This one's growing on me a little bit. I still think Sunspot's like the biggest douche. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah, I don't like him. He he's thinks so best. highly of himself. He sure does. <laughs> the first two pages, I heard pretty much talking about how much how awesome he is. Yeah, I like how we already needed a recap. Um, but he's been doing that in every issue, so it's very consistent. Yeah, it's, pretty yeah. soon it's going to be the whole issue. <laughs> yeah, this was like three pages this time. It was a lot of recap. Yes. But the recap is basically that they got arrested, they got put in space jail, and then uh, Cannonball and uh, Crusher? Smasher. Smasher. <laughs> Crusher, Smasher, whatever her name Shredder, is. Shredder, Crusher, uh, Smasher. Um, well, she's on the Imperial Guard, so she gets to take them out of custody and basically be their jailer. Um, and then while they were in her custody, uh, they got a, a call from uh, Gladiator. So now they're, they've been recruited to the cause for the Kree. So they, uh, and they have to go get Deathbird. They have to go get Deathbird. And uh, Roberto has the hots for Deathbird. 
Who doesn't? I mean, honestly. Those that, legs. She's a pretty bird. <laughs> <laughs> legs for days. Um, pretty bird. So <laughs> it kind of opens up with Gladiator kind of getting an update on where the new mutants are and uh, to his. And then getting mutinied. Council, yeah. So they're like, yeah, well, you know, we'll keep it on the down low so no one finds out. And then one of his advisors immediately goes to um, with this death commandos and says, yep, they're here. Uh, they're going to keep it quiet, so go there, kill them. Yep. <laughs> there are many comics dedicated to the complexities of Shi'ar government. Yep. Well, There's yeah. some impractical outfits going on, too. <laughs> I'm loving this bird, dude. He looks pretty sweet. Oh, man. And then the, the data pages, the next two data yeah, pages of just them. talking about all the different characters are really good. Some of them are really funny. This lady in white, her outfit is not practical at all. No. I mean, have you read How a comic book? How does that stay put, man? Have you read a comic book? Have you seen Dagger? <laughs> titty windows. It's Don't paint. get me started on fucking titty windows. Oh, God. <laughs> you had to go there. <laughs> I have lots of strong opinions. <laughs> Rachel and I were having a conversation one time about Psylocke, and she oh, was yeah. like, how does Psylocke always stay so perky? I was like, she is um, telekinetic. She's using her mind powers. To she's got a telekinetic bra. Yeah, happening. keeping everything. Yeah, this Telekinetic like... doesn't... She's a telepath. Is she... Telekinetic. Yeah. Yeah, she's... I don't think she has telekinetic. Or maybe it was Jean Grey we were talking about i don't know emma uh, whatever someone I, with I, telekinesis also her, not, her boobs look great we get it. i'm yeah, pretty sure yeah, gene is the only telekinetic really i thought Psylocke had some telekinesis well she's right. she's got uh the weapons she can she can inform the those the are weapon. side daggers yes but the the but yeah she so she has yeah. psionic oh. powers but she doesn't have i always thought she had some level of telekinesis mm. Mm. at least I mean, I I could just be wrong. Well, I cannot explain. I doubt you're wrong. I about cannot X-Men. explain superhero costume, female superhero costumes, with without having some kind of like enchantment or magic powers or like like. What uh, if it's just like the materials the Fantastic Four make their suit out of? I guess. Anyway, I don't want to get too into the weeds on yeah, that. Yeah, let's not let's not focus. Don't on get the me started windows. on titty, T- titty window. They're nice, but they're not practical. That's not even a titty window. That's like a that's, that's like that's a ultra deep V. Yeah, it's a deep V that goes wet like, like to her. It's literally like Dagger's parts. costume where it yeah, has to be yeah. taped on. There's it looks no like other option. I think it is tape. Yeah, there's no other option. Well, it well, maybe looks it's like her uh, skin. Botulo, the way he draws. Yeah, Dagger. It's just her skin color. I guess I don't. <laughs> the, there's the other thing, like. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's not human, so we don't know. We don't know. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, let's we don't know what actual, she's got going on. Let's get on, to the then. actual book here. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So. Doesn't it just basically cut to oh, okay, Mondo and the other guy? Mondo and Chamber just Thank talking you. about how they want nothing to do with anything. They're like, we're just going to chill out up here. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, they won't notice that we're gone if they're too busy, you know, fighting everybody. Uh, so then Roberto makes his, makes his pass at Deathbird. That uh, <laughs> goes super well. I love how he's just like, yeah, I'm rich. I buy, I can buy countries, no big deal. He's like, it's, it's, I am wealthy. I can buy nations. Right. I can buy planets, and it, and it is a big deal. Get away from me, boy. <laughs> Pretty he's much. Like, he's like, that's super hot because you don't know how many people only want me for my wealth and good looks. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't be any uh, less interested in what it's Roberto so was putting it's down. Such a good back and forth between the two of them. And then they get through the portal, and basically they get a message from the ship that just says surrender and yeah. all of their other comms get cut off and it's it's the death commandos yep coming for them coming so it, in coming in hot and eventually um cypher is able to like actually like do his thing and finds out that it is the death commandos and they're all coming 
to kill all of them and also to like, kill Deathbird. There's there's the landing party. There's there's like the boarding there's two party. Parties that they're talking about. But there's about. a secret boarding party that yeah. they wouldn't know about if it wasn't for Cipher. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, so he basically finds out their whole plan. Yeah. So they are dope. prepared for. Yeah. For they're them. trying to trying to murder. Deathbird, Death but also then kill just everyone else. kill everyone else to cover it up. Yeah, so there's no witnesses. Classic, classic because it is the Shi'ar that are actually killing. Yeah. yeah. So and I like how Ileana's like, all right, we're in battle. That means I'm in charge. Yeah. yeah. She and, just immediately and, takes and Smasher over. Smasher is just like, who are you? She's like, I'm the captain. And they're like, it's it's uh, Krakoan. Uh, don't. Just, it's fine. It's a Krakoan it, hierarchy thing. Just let, let it go because she is in charge. <laughs> and Ileana just hands out battle commands and they're just like, yes, ma'am. Yep. Yeah. They do, the, um, they do the damn thing. So they go get the boarding. Uh, so they, she sends like half of them to go take care of the boarding party that they're supposed to know about. Yeah. Because they tell them they're going to come on board. And she goes and handles she goes to the take care of the clandestine boarding yeah. party. Um, <laughs> while and Mondo and Chamber are just like. They're yeah, having cocktails. They'll just have a drink and we'll just sit here and wait till this all blows over. <laughs> I like how Mondo's like, so uh, if you don't have a mouth, how are you going to drink that cocktail? And he goes, very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> then it cuts to. The secret boarding party and Ileana, and I think oh. this was Casey's favorite part. Ooh, it's so good. Um, yeah. you, you could go ahead and run this oh one down. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, is, this is great. So yeah, so so Ileana sees them. She's like, uh, well, it certainly sounds like a plan, of course. But the problem with having a plan is that it only lasts until it doesn't. You know, until someone puts you to a question. So here's my question: Do you want to make out with me? No, I do not. Do you want to make out with me? Not enough arms. <laughs> Do you want to make out with me? Uh, yeah, a little. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm working. <laughs> she's like, and okay. She's, and then she's like, yeah, it was going to be fuck or fight. And um, <laughs> you guys picked fight. So you chose gotta poorly. Say, gotta say bad call. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, uh, I just got a quick question. Are any of you humans? And they're all like, uh, no. And she's like, sweet. Now we're talking. I am legally allowed to murder all yeah. of you. I just love that she was just like. Everyone's got a plan. Do they get punched in the mouth? And she's like, "Hey, I'll kiss you in the mouth." Uh, just kidding. I'm gonna kill all of you. It's yeah. just yeah. such a great I just two love, page moment. It's what if a, they had said? What if they had all said yes? <laughs> then and then been, the next page is very different just... comic. <laughs> That's money shot. Yeah. So suddenly, that is a very practical costume. <laughs> she's bam. Yeah. Ready to go. Pow. Ready. Yeah. I love how in the next panel, the the guy from the Death Commando ship is like, "Yep, yeah, we lost three people." It's like, "Oh, well, that was quick." <laughs> off, off page, off panel. She just murders that, them like no questions asked. Could not have been. <laughs> or more they all efficient. just died. Yeah. She just. Well, she does have that dope sword that's just all blue fire. Yeah, she right probably now. cut their heads off in one swoop. She's awesome. She's yeah, such I a like, great character. I've always love loved Liliana Liliana. so much. I, I thought this battle was. Um, oh, there's adorable. so many good ones. Oh, yeah, and she's just like, uh, oh, God, what's her face? Is, um, that, is that karma? Yeah, and she's just like, punch yourself, punch yourself. Yeah, there's yourself. this big rock guy that she's just making him hit himself. <laughs> yeah, but she says, punch yourself, then tell me something nice. Tell me nice. something nice, yeah. And Wolfsbane has already made easy work of whoever it was she was fighting. Yeah. She's just sitting she's just on sitting his back. There, just like, yeah, whatever. And, like, uh, checking her nails. And yeah. Danny's enemy is just riddled with arrows. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the thing. This this page was great. Yeah, and she, she just gives a good little, like, victory pose yeah. after, over his, like, lifeless like, corpse. like, something nice. She's like, your skin's too soft, but I like your shiny leg. <laughs> And she's like, punch yourself. <laughs> she pretty much made the dude beat the hell out of himself. Yeah, That's... I love uh, this book. The way they made short work of the all, I think the, all the, the, the only, Death Commandos. The, I think the only character I don't like in this book is Sp- Sunspot. 
because <laughs> he's but like and Sunspot, I, like you don't like him, but he, he's like saying, he's a good, heel. He's a heel wrestler. You're not supposed to like. like he's a good point. character. He's just a huge douche. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So like, it's a well written character. He's a heel. Like, I don't like him at yeah. all. <laughs> it's, it's I kind of want him to like. I kind of want Deathbird just to like kill him. It's well, good. It's good heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, shortly thereafter, the the Death Commando that was remaining on the shift, the ship is just like, which, oh, we've lost everyone. Which like, okay, so you're a Death Commando ship. You're in a warship. Mm-hmm. It's just a tiny little vessel. To pay. Why not just do what they do right now in the first place? Well, yeah, they shoot a missile and just blow Why up. Why not just do that in the first place? Well, because what? probably to make sure, because you need a body to that be like... That wouldn't make sure? I mean, you wouldn't see Deathbird's <laughs> lifeless corpse in space. Could she breathe in space? I don't know. I do don't we know. see Deathbird's No, body? we don't. We, no. we see we see Mondo and Chamber, and then some of the other, like, Shi'ar, like, um, like, like crony, pi- cronies. Yeah, Which, for two guys who were trying to stay out of the fight. They did not stay out of the fight. Yeah. And, it, and theoretically, the entire, like, the ship is, like, it would be in shambles. Yeah, it'd be yeah. completely fucked right now. Yeah, so theoretically, they are all dead, and they this all like just the popped up. like the opposite of and... Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> they went thousands of lasers. They were just like, I guess we can use lasers. Like, Yeah, one, one bo- button push. And they're all yeah. boring conversation anyway. <laughs> well, they shouldn't need to blow it up because like, they, they, like, they were trying to kill the person on board and everyone else. Why even bother going on the ship? Just blow the ship up because because, because you need confirmation, you need death confirmation. No, they, You're not a very good assassin. Also, they're yeah. bad guys. Who do they need to confirm? They just Death need, Bird. They need to they, confirm that Deathbird is dead. They go look through the no, no, like, no. You're missing the ego. They're ah, bad guys. Why? It. Why just take the easy route? Like your death, your well, death guard should be able to do it. But they're dumb bad guys. <laughs> All bad guys are dumb. But they know <laughs> the point but, of bad. But guys. it's not like Deathbird's like some low level person. She's like a pretty powerful character, right? She yeah, was but an so emperor. So are the death yeah. command. The yeah. death commandos are also very powerful. Well, apparently assassins. not. Iliana killed three of them in like two seconds. Well, they underestimated the. New- I don't think they knew the new mutants were even no, there. They, uh, well, they sh- no, they would have because the. Uh, Gladiator's uh, like second in command was the one that tipped them off. Those shows they knew that the New Mutants were there. Mm, well, they underestimated them. They did poorly. Idiots. That's yeah. why you don't go in the ship. That's all I'm saying. Stupid. Well, you would be a very good uh, space assassin. Yeah, you just blow the ship up. It's it's <laughs> space. No one can hear you scream. Dude, I, I, actually, all you really need to do is make a very small hole right, in their ship. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Like if they, need, that's enough to totally. Like if, if they, they didn't need a ship, they wouldn't be in it. So if you blow the ship up, they're dead. That's the thing. Yeah, like, like, that with, easy. Anytime I watch like a Star Wars movie or or any movie where there's battles in space and they're getting like hit and it's like, oh, the damage is minimal. It's like any damage is a an absolute red alert yeah. disaster. <laughs> you have shields, but like that's not a thing. But if you kill them all inside the ship and then teleport away, it's just a ship with dead people in it. It's just floating. No one knows. Well, they could yeah. they could blow the. They don't. No one needs to know that they're dead. They yeah, but if you know, that's blow it. up the ship, people are going to know. All they need to know is Deathbird. This is politics. All they need to know is Deathbird doesn't make it back to the Shi'ar homeworld. That's all they need. Yes, but if people know that yeah, uh, if, if the- someone did a political strike on... That's going to change politics back but in like, Shi'ar. Like, all right, all right, this well, is just, getting a little too real. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand. It's that all the Death Commandos are now dead. Because they're idiots. <laughs> well, not all of them. I'm really... Glad you're not in charge of any branch of our military, Sean. Because <laughs> I wouldn't send people in. I would just blow them up just, from just, here. Just blow it up. <laughs> it's that easy, right? Let's well, just we're blow not talking about military. We're talking about assassinations here. <laughs> uh, what's the difference? All right, we're getting, especially right difference. now. <laughs> we're getting a little too close to reality. We're talking here. about space we're assassinations, to talk about guys. This is basically Star Wars. Yeah. We're fine with that. 
Yeah, <laughs> there haven't been any high-level assassinations by, uh, uh, by uh, uh, <laughs> nope. major no, no, governments right. lately. They haven't nope, done nope, it in nope. Star Wars. It took him way too long. <laughs> he got his hand cut off. We talked about it last week. You weren't here. Adam, I cannot be censored. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> at least for the next I, 10 nope, or so nope, minutes nope. i have nope. that button <laughs> all right so that's uh that was new mutants that was last week's books and the intricacies um, and bef- of space before we, we go into this week's books um i just want to say all all of our listeners out there in philadelphia because i think a lot of our listeners are in philadelphia as of right now because they're all our friends that we know personally (laughs) and our customers um so uh, the brave new worlds the comic book store that i work at uh our location in old city is going to be having a signing with kieran gillen and james tinney in the fourth yes january 24th from 7 to 9 p.m uh yeah it's they're they're gonna gonna be there live from there no No, we're not we're we're going to we usually record on fridays and we will not be doing that because we will all be at the signing Uh, so, so uh we're up in the air of whether or not we're gonna have an episode that week we should i, I think mean, we should still have an yeah, episode i think we it. should do it on that sunday if we can yeah. you know whatever our, our you know so we might be skipping that week but most importantly if you're in philadelphia come out to that signing because kieran gillen is from england so that is a probably a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. aside from going to a con and i don't even know how many cons he does yeah so say hi to them say hi to us yeah we will be there yeah uh, you know it's gonna come you know get get your book signed because i'm gonna get some books god knows me god knows yeah, i'll sign some books yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but god knows we've talked about enough kieran gillen and james tinian books on this show we'll sign we sure have short box stickers <laughs> uh, but yeah so that that was just my little plug for the signing because it's going to be a good time yeah i almost forgot about that mm-hmm. january 24th so what's coming out this week books 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 and books probably books, books, a books. few of them that we want to read Let's hey see. go go power rangers number 27 there you go um lola yeah. woods number two maybe i'll talk about that issue since i missed number Batman's one Batman's grave and dead Eyes. jimmy olsen there's Ooh. a new oh, iron boy. there's a new olsen's. iron man number one uh, yeah it's a iron man 2020 i'm not sure what, what that, the deal seems is with not, that. that seems like a dumb uh, the last issue of freedom fighter mm. uh valkyrie jane foster's my deal skull digger and skeleton boy the record-breaking spawn number 304 <laughs> Ooh, steeple number five <laughs> record oh yeah the last issue steeple oh Aww. damn uh, the second issue of the question, another Jeff Lemire oh, yeah. and Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. Did I already, already said say that. that? Yep, thank right. you. Last issue of Second Coming. <laughs> yep, that and is then true. Safe Sex as well. This is a pretty short list. It's a short list, but it's There's a good a lot list. Of stuff yeah, that it we is read. a good list. Yep. Short good list. Nice. Well, oh, a Jessica um, Jones book too. It yeah, it was a good. It was a book that was originally a um online book it's like a it's like a a web series web series yeah so then now it's getting printed for the first time but it's a kelly thompson doing um doing jessica jones so that's cool that's the person yep yeah that's the person thank you cool yeah fun yeah all right so that's uh that's this week's books after last week's books make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at last week's comics uh if you like what you hear you want more Support us by going to duelinggenre.com slash support and give money to our Patreon. Um, not only will you help us out, you'll help a ton of other great podcasts out like uh, like Spider-Man Minute have been doing really good. Uh, they just closed up Close their up whole shop. Raimi oh, nice. um, era, so that's that's fun. Uh, Chasing Amy Minute is going right now from Dueling Genre. I'm on a couple episodes on of that. On the All Red episodes. On the All Red episodes. I was their, uh, their expert. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a fun show. So go check those guys out. And uh, please support your local comic shop. Get out there, buy some comics, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.